on all things nerdy where we do crazy crap like beatbox and talk about comic books and video games and movies and books and stuffs and things. Listen to us every week as we talk about your favorite nerdy fandoms. <sighs> Version of what you're tweeting that has like a, a, I guess like propaganda behind it. So if you're like, oh, I love nachos and it says, man, these nachos sure taste great. Hail Hydra. So slightly less toxic than Twitter, basically. Yeah, there's going to be some <laughs> form of free speech. Not quite, but a little bit more. Cool. Thanks, Elon, Jake. No idea what you were just talking about, but hey, Red welcome feeder. to Comic Talk 616, <laughs> where we do our thing. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> you lost the thing. You lost the thing. All right, everybody, get uh, on the floor. Your, look for the your thing. Your favorite podcast where the hosts act like they know things and what they're doing. I, I at least stuff. pretend to. Yeah, I that's mean, what I just said. Here's yeah, the thing: ninety nine percent of the confidence is just making it up, and hopefully, you don't crash and burn. Exactly. Honestly, that's how I see a lot of these rumor sites, where it's like somebody just says something in confidence, and you're like, "Yeah, you believe that, dude?" Like straight, like right now, right? We could report right now, at this very moment that Kyle is now pregnant with twins and we are celebrating the pregnancy. And somebody somewhere would believe that. I, I did eat two burritos. <laughs> oh, so you were going to be taking the twin. Hey, we haven't even got started yet. <laughs> hey, we did the shenanigans, but we didn't say our names at all. Like good. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning into Comic Talk 616. Uh, as Steve says, your favorite podcast where we talk about things. Those things just happen to me. We, this is in the intro. What am I doing? My name is Jake, and I am depressed. <laughs> wow. I'm Matt, the chaotic evil moon baron, and I'm pretty happy with life. <laughs> I'm Steve, and uh, I just talked in front of Kyle for no apparent reason. Um Welcome back to the show, Kyle. <laughs> Thanks. If you don't say what you're, back. if you don't say what you're supposed to say, I'm gonna be upset. I was supposed to say something. Well, no. Well, I'm I'm bald. No, you're supposed to say I'm and Kyle, I'm, and I ate two burritos. Oh yeah, I, and I'm also bald. That's unrelated to the burritos, though. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, if you believe in one thing, believe in Kyle. <laughs> what That's a was new one. that? <laughs> Who, yes. Who was that? I no, plead again. That was brothers sisters. If you believe in one thing, believe in Kyle. Yes. <laughs> nice. Very, you sound very appropriate like for a, a cult leader. Southern preacher who was yep. like, "In the spirit." <laughs> Where's I, your snake, son? I have southern. I'm my half my family's from the His south. Family's from the south. So, how do you feel He's about Jason? He's a Bama boy. He's a bottom moss. <laughs> I don't care. He's for sale. <laughs> Jeez. And uh, this became no. a totally different show. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. We just grew trees. That's all. It's, it's okay. I can bring it back to, to comic it's, books. Yeah. That, was, it, was it those kind of trees? Were no. they for uh, no, no, the, no. Summer activities? Too small. Oh. 
Anyway. Wow. Wow. Jason wow. isn't that tall. Anyways. You, you, you sound like one of the guys from that church in, in the first Kingsman movie. That's totally not Westboro Baptist oh, Church. I yeah. was I was uh, I was thinking more of um, uh, Lovecraft, but that's fine. Anyways, that too. <laughs> no, um, no, it's just like a. There's just like a cabin, and you can't buy alcohol there, so it's a little late. It's a dry county. Oh, it's well. a dry county. Anyways, so oh, man. this week we are talking black. Panther. We are. Uh, Wakanda forever. Telecon. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking Black Panther. If you don't want spoilers, you're getting a pre-warning um, for our main topic. That's what we'll be discussing. Um, so we are going to be talking about uh, shirtless flying manfish versus cat lady. The movie. The movie. The movie. The musical. The musical. <laughs> <laughs> on ice. <I> mean, <laughs> dude, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so sh- Flying Shirtless Manfish versus Cat Lady. On ice. The musical On Ice. The Broadway special. Yeah, sure. Is that Cooking Cherry? Yeah. No. Because I'm, <laughs> no. I'm feeling like a depressed cat lady, that's for sure. All right, anyways, so um, uh, Nerdy Weeks. Uh, I'll start. Um, so, we played D&D, and, um, so, I've, I've been running the campaign, and it was, it was fun. We had a pretty combat-heavy session. Uh, they've slaughtered two of them, which is weird, because we were down a person. However, that's not the thing that I'm proud of. Um, the thing that I'm proud of is the party is P.O.'d at Matt. Still. still. Oh, no. They're still salty. They salty. It's been three weeks. Wow. Yeah. I betrayed them three weeks ago. And, and you, know what, you, know, you know what the crazy thing is? Is like, they're not mad at the guy who orchestrated the betrayal. And first, and first of all, Matt's character was a straight up D-bag. So yeah. like, <laughs> I, they're I, like, they shouldn't even be mad. They should be like, oh, I saw it coming. That guy was a jerk. They're like, they're not even salty at the character. They're just mad at him. I, I intentionally made a, like, a really, really narcissistic jerk. Like, <laughs> real bad. I made it as narcissistic as humanly possible. <laughs> I see. Draw, drawing from experience, are we? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so that was um, that was fun. And then um, Alexa and I started Daredevil Season 3. Um, for the first time? Uh for her for the first time. Actually, no, we oh, okay. started watching Defenders because we started three and she's like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, we need to watch Defenders. She's like, but I don't want to. And I was like, listen, I'm not going to. I love her to death. And I'm going to publicly shame her because I do. Um, she does this thing that I swear if it happens one more time, I'm going to walk into Revan's room and waterboard the child <laughs> because I, I cannot stand it. We're, wa- we're, we're watching a show. We're having a good time. We're cuddling. You know, we're watching ninjas kill children and <laughs> children, like, running from ninjas. Like, it's it's a thing, right? And then she'll pause it and she'll be like, what's happening? And I'm like, watch and find out. Like, it's, we're two minutes in. Oh, and she's no, like, well, is that the that. hand? And I'm like, yes, oh, right? Oh, dude. 
So my we'll, my dad is the worst about that. We'll watch it for five more minutes. I'm like she'll pause it. So is like Jessica Jones and like Luke Cage in there, and I'm like. Keep watching. Just, just giving her a look. Giving her a look. I, I well, no, I, I like. <sighs> I'm like, he's on the cover. And she's like, well, you don't know. And I'm like, that's fine. So we're watching it. And. um, She pauses again. She's like, who's that lady? And I'm like, listen, we're not going to find out. <laughs> If you don't stop five minutes to ask me questions that you're going to find out five seconds from now. You you want to know what happens in Defenders? We have a Comic Talk 616 episode that will spoil it for you. Watch it. <laughs> and so I committed a heinous act of violence against a child. Because she did it again and I had to waterboard my children because here's the thing. I will not let my son... Wait, children? Child, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh no, well, what else did I miss? I've well, only been gone for three weeks. The neighbors had a child. His secret child. Yeah. Oh, he had a burrito too. <laughs> he had a burrito. <laughs> no, I had sausage and weenies. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Little Smokies. Yeah. Um, anyways, no, so, you know, the, the last thing I want to do is like, I teach my son, if you say you're going to do something, do it. So when I made the claim I was going to waterboard him, unless I wanted to look like a bad parent, I had to waterboard them. Yeah, you, you got to follow through. I got to follow through. Lead by example. Exactly. <laughs> He's trauma. It's not, it's not waterboarding. It's baptizing in freedom. It's baptizing for answers. It's like bobbing for apples, but <laughs> not as fun. <laughs> baptizing for answers. <laughs> How was you guys this week? I'm going to get a drink. Well, so since we, uh, oh. uh, hey, go. since we, uh, <clears throat> No, no, don't do that. You're gonna feed back the microphones. You will. I'm just gonna plug you in. You're gonna double up. You're gonna feed back the microphones. It's gonna be a bad time. Uh, uh, so, I'll tell a story about this week. So I did. Uh, I've been taking care of my grandma's house this week. So I played some of the new stuff on the Switch. The new, like the new Nintendo 64 stuff they got. Oh, okay. It's nice, weird nice. playing old games. Some of them are ridiculously hard because the controls are just so bad. Yeah. Um, but it I is definitely like really jarring going from, you know, modern games to like 90s era games. So, yeah, just so many things that have become like staples now were just not a thing back then. Right. And yeah, uh, like aiming is just horrible in those games. Gold, Goldeneye? Uh, no. Uh, there was a, I think it was called Winback. And it was like a. I've never heard of that. It's like a, um, it's a like a tactical shooter type thing, and you're supposed oh, to be like it's not good. Oh, darn. Um, I try to play all the video games on my Switch. It's not good at all. Because oh. uh, uh, some because they release titles, they're like, yeah, look at all these titles, and some of them are pretty good. I've been playing the DMZ mode on Warzone 2.0. Oh yeah, it is fan freaking tastic. Yes, yeah. yeah, you can play, you know, up to a three man squad in it. Um, it util- utilizes the entire new Warzone map, which is a a fake Middle Eastern town and area. So I saw like a little, just a short video of some people that were like at the end of a match, and they just like there's a guy, there's these guys. They're getting they get on the helicopter to leave, 
Mm-hmm. And this guy jumps in and just kills everybody on the helicopter. When they're trying to exfil? When they're trying to Nice. Leave. And apparently Dang. they... Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, you go in, you, you can get <coughs> just a really basic loadout, and it's, like, contraband. So, you, you can't just start off with a whole bunch of crazy, you know, loadouts. You go in, you find stuff in the game, gear, other weapons and stuff. If you successfully exfil with those, you'll have those for your next match in the DMZ. Oh, oh cool. If you lose, if you die in the DMZ, you lose that. You lose whatever you had. You, you lose whatever you had If for you the die in the DMZ, part. you die in real life? Yeah. How'd you know? Oh, um, man. Oh, you must be very good at that game because you're still alive. <laughs> I know. I'm, it's freaking I'm very, Call of I'm Duty. Very, I'm very good. People are so good at that game. <laughs> people like to think that they are. I mean, some people actually are. No, yeah, a lot of people like, are really good at it. But it's usually true. it's the ones that are, you know, 12 and don't have to work during the That's day. That's true. And <laughs> have time to play. So, like for... I've made plenty of 12-year-olds cry in Call of Duty over the years. So, <laughs> are you talking about Matt again? And, and I'm not no. the greatest player. I'm I'm decent. Sometimes uh, I suck really bad, but I'm I'm decent at it. I I have a story about this week. It's not really a nerdy story. And it is going to derail the podcast, so I do apologize. Uh, it's on brand for us. On uh, <clears throat> on Thursday night, uh, or Friday morning, uh, 2 a.m., uh, I got woken up by uh, a smell at my grandma's house. Oh, yeah. oh no. A smell. And uh, I was trying to be mature about it, but uh, so I, I smelled something. I'm like, oh, what's that? So I looked around for the CO detectors, and they were there. They were working fine. My grandma's dog had a room-clearing fart, like a vile chemical weapons <laughs> fart. Oh no! Matt got crop dusted by the dog. From a, it was from Oof. another. It was from a room across the hall. Jeez! And it woke me up at two a.m. I'm a heavy sleeper. Jeez! The dog came gender you. You're not up until you get that on. Hmm. Yeah. No. It's a. Uh, so uh, you're, you're telling me the dog Kim Jong in you? A little bit, yeah. Um, no, because the dog was success- successful. <laughs> uh, have you seen their grocery stores? It's all plastic. I started like, like I said, the dog was successful. <laughs> I had to look around and then I had to take look around and go to like the most unfortunate treasure hunt. I didn't find anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging for gold, cause children. Because, like, like, there's this super old, it's just, like, her dog's super old, so. Yeah. Uh, did she, too, eat uh, a couple of burritos? No. Nope, just dog food. Just normal dog food. Apparently, that's a thing that happens. So bad. It was, like, I thought it, I thought it was, like, I thought it could be a gas leak. Nah, dude, that, so. Like, legit. Freaking. I've, I've had, like, a weird, bad week, but not terrible. Anyways, so Alexa, to make up for it, um, right after she paused the show 2,000 times, uh, bought me some Reese's, right, because kind of my favorite junk food. Uh, Coda's obsessed with peanut butter and a very unhealthy, schizophrenic kind of obsession. So I go leave. Alexa's in the bathroom, so I, I need to poop, right? I'm like TF level nine, so I go I go down the hallway, I go to drop a deuce. This dog ate through two king size Reese's. Oh no. Whole thing. 
He's not. He's like one of the few dogs that's not allergic to chocolate. Oh, that's but fortunate. There are consequences, and let me tell you. Uh, ancestors were screaming, Auschwitz again. <laughs> oh God! It was bad. Like, and here's the, here's the worst part, right? So, Code is a pit bull. So, not only does he need to like huddle with us, but he burrows in the blankets. I've got four blankets on because I like to feel the weight in winter. So this dude is the ultimate effing Dutch oven right now. <laughs> so like he has, he has, and so Alexa goes, "Oh no, we need to air this out." Don't air it out. You gotta let it cook. You gotta let it dissipate, right? She fanned it out. <laughs> that was a mistake. Three in the morning. I straight up almost threw up. I tasted it. Uh, well, that was that's a. Yeah. It's in my mouth. That's a fun subject. Anyway, yes. hey, let's talk about nerdy stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> the, the segment of uh, dog parts or death. Uh, Who tune in next week. Be the grossest on the show. <laughs> we uh, we are living in the darkest timeline. We are indeed. Uh, well, the brownest timeline. I'm glad we had a a, a nice uh, dog fart discussion. Now we got to talk about sad stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like like my my childhood slowly dying piece by piece. Did you guys talk about Kevin Conroy last week? No, and we were going to, and we completely spaced it. So we did talk about it briefly on Wednesday morning. We so that's so okay. we did talk I'll, about I'll it talk before about the episode came tonight. out. Yeah. Sorry. man, if only somebody was call, had called in and told us that we forgot it. I was taking a nap. Okay, for five Jake minutes. Jake took a five minute nap that lasted five hours. Yeah, yeah, I've done it before. So yeah. it happens. It happens. So here, here's uh, well, let's just, let's just get jump into the sadness, right? So there are a few things as most of us, us three '90s kids, right? Like we are, uh, we're the golden boys of pop culture. You're you're okay. Um, you got Ninja Turtles. S- self, you. Self-proclaimed golden. Does boys. that make you silver? That's messed up. I have Ninja Turtles and G.I. Joe and Star Wars and Transformers and... One of those is cool. Anyways, whoa. so... <laughs> whoa, whoa, um, whoa. How dare you say that about Star Wars? <laughs> um, any, we're, we're I mean, not, he's obviously talking about the turtles. We're, uh, <laughs> we're not dealing with our grief very well. But no, anyway, so there's there's a couple of like pinnacle things right in our um, 90s growing up as a child. And so there are certain people who we have been like, you're everything. Um, and Kevin Conroy and Jason David Frank was one of them. They were two they, of them. they were two yeah. of them. Right. So uh the animated Batman series was something that probably all three of us watched religiously Saturday morning cartoons or, you know, a cartoon network at night. I, yeah. After after my mom got me a, a Batman costume for Halloween, I would watch that show in costume religiously. Nice. So that's how the, a little so that's like how the church six was born. year old child or, or however old I was. That was around. The, so they used to have the like Batman, Superman, like hour. On uh, mm-hmm. on Cartoon Network, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and I was homeschooled, but also uh, my mom cleaned houses, so like I went to everybody's houses and watched their TVs essentially. 
and there wasn't like many channels that I could wa- I could watch. Other than, other than yeah, that, pretty much that. Nah, so I remember when I was younger, believe it or not. So we had. Do you remember the pajamas that had it. like the little Velcro capes yes. on them? So I had Batman, and my brother had Superman. Granted, we don't talk anymore, naturally. Um, your your brother's a Superman fan. No, my mom picked that out for him. Oh, okay. I think she knew because I would probably murder her in her sleep. Even then, I didn't like him. Wow. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. I was born to be a terrorist. Anyways, so <laughs> I remember just us watching these shows and like jumping off and doing stuff. I remember one neighborhood kid, uh, kid our friend JD, who lived across the street. He watching, you know. Um, you know, Batman and Superman and all that stuff. Um, he got in the middle of the neighborhood once and tried to stop a car like Superman. No. Loud. Oh, no. No, he was fine. He just, he bounced off the car. It was hilarious. Yeah. It's um, hilarious after the fact because he survived. Uh, physically. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no, he's fine. Oh, no. He's, 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 a, he's a professional soccer player now. Oh, yeah? So, men. Mentally, he's dead. Um, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> F- football for all our foreign fans. Um, but uh, so it was. Just, it was crazy. In when when I found out that uh, Kevin Conroy had a uh, passed away, we had an extensive talk about it at the shop. Yeah, when you did. were getting your haircut. Yeah. Um. So I. I have to hear more about what you have to think about it, right? Because you you literally have the dude tattooed on you. Yeah, well, I mean, the character that he played. Right. But yeah, that specific version of the character, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was was absolutely my childhood. Like, yeah, that was something that I looked forward to every day after school. Um, And yeah, yeah. Um, It's, like, it's, it's really weird, like, feeling grief stricken over a person that you never met and you know it's not not too many times in your life when that happens but like that was definitely one for me like i legitimately like i was in tears when i found out and the i was i was in the middle of work too so that was super fun good thing i don't do video calls at work (laughs) war has begun but um but yeah just yeah like he was he was an inspiration. The other barbers have found out in town. They're they're paying tribute. Oh, about about your situation. Yeah, because I'm dead. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, dude, super sad. Well, so yeah, and, you know, I think you were you were old enough to where you're like, cool, enemy to Batman, super awesome, like. Yeah. Like, no one at this table, like, first of all, if anyone was ever at this table, I would kick you out of Steve's house, um, said that if the animated Batman series was not a good series, I would I would, I would kick Steve out I of can't his even house. You're, you're, just, you're just objectively wrong. Yeah, I, I, I can't even Like, he, here's the thing, like, you have helped, you murder puppies. <laughs> In a non-humane way, Matt just kills puppies, right? But he, at least he's not a monster about it. Um, Overall, the show's really good. I do have to say there are a couple episodes I didn't like. But oh, that's, yeah. that's with yeah. everything. It's not, it's you not know? perfect. Yeah. But, like, you, you have to think about, like, what the show did. Like, here's the thing. 
but the Batman the Animated Series was one of the first TV series that actually changed comics for the better. Like they yeah, well, not only comics but animation too. Well, yeah, like they 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 invented Harley Quinn, and now she's a major staple of the entire well, entire of DC. I think it was yeah. the first one where, you, at least in my opinion, the first comic book comic book show where you could see that like. Man, they put a lot of care into this. Like they yeah. put way more into this than they needed to. Well, yeah. yeah, and not only that too. Like when you think of the Joker, you think of Mark Hamill's Joker. You think of um, yeah, it's like Mark Hamill's second iconic role. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's just it's it, yeah, it's so behind. It, <clears throat> and it's really sad. Like when we got to see Kevin portray bruce wayne in live action that was huge yeah in the in the in the, in the arrowverse yeah. yeah you know and then the, the only thing we didn't get was you know they were what's really really sad about him specifically was he was getting ready to continue the series with the batman animated series continuing and that was stolen from us thanks again cancer ironically yeah, yeah very sad. You know, yeah he was he was only 66 yeah um and you know we talked about too another thing that we'll never get is him portraying the batman who laughs you know because we yeah, were like you know it'd be really be cool. cool is if they did the batman who laughs storyline having kevin conroy play the batman who laughs but kind of mimicking mark hamill's joker at the same time yeah. you know because that's a good fusion and we'll, we'll never get that you know um it's just, it's just really sad when we lose major staples of fandom. And for the next guy, I think it's just as but prevalent. Real quick before we move on to the next guy, I have a a lost roundtable interview with Kevin Conroy and some others for one of the, uh, I think it was the Lego DC Supervillains game that came out a few years mm-hmm. ago. Never got, I never got it posted and I, I lost the file for a while. I still have it. I'm gonna oh, wow, that's fortunate. pause this right here, and I'm gonna play the audio from that interview in memoriam for him. Yeah, in memoriam for Kevin Conroy, and then we'll move on. Awesome. Hi. Hey, I bumped into you at Kamikaze for the. Uh huh. Yeah, I was on the way to the green room. Yeah. You were in a hurry, and I was in a hurry. Yeah, I met you a few times. It's great to get to How are you? As far as uh, you're definitely uh, nothing new to this character's view, but as far as again this game, how is your character different from other iterations you've played over the years? Well, the the, the, the trick for me with with Batman is is keeping him consistent, and what makes this um, unique and funny is that the world he's in is cockeyed. But the Batman character is consistent because the audience, the Batman audience is the most passionate of all the audiences. They know him so well. Um, So you can't mess around with that, you know what I mean? You've got to be really true to him. But then you put him in a ridiculous situation and see how he reacts to it. And that's funny. You know what I mean? The reactions are funny. But the, the, the essence of the man is the same. Now, I'm curious, um, as far as, uh, because I believe the uh, Justice Cindy is for this too, do you also voice Owlman, or do you just voice Owlman? Are you going to answer that? He's just Batman. Okay. Owlman's, what's his name? The guy from... 
Yeah, anyways, um, sorry, we'll, we'll move on. So my, only, my only other real question for you is, uh, what would did you enjoy most? Like, if you play this character in a video game, can it's not in video games? Yeah. Or is this well, I've done a few game? Arkham games. A few. Yeah. This particular one, what was? What did you enjoy most about getting to What was most fun about this game is is the, the different take on the villains. There were so many villains, and there were so many different levels of villains um, that there's so much to react to. There's so many different ones to react to, so it gave me a lot to uh, to play off of. And the ones that aren't necessarily in the Gotham Batman universe. Yeah, they're totally that new. He gets to interact with, and you see that, and it's not the normal thing you see. It's you know. it's a very different universe for Batman to be functioning in. Uh, I love the traditional villains that I worked with on Batman the Animated Series, say, or Injustice League. But it's fun to shake things up and get these crazy new ones, uh, which this game introduces. <laughs> that was funny. What do you think about uh, this recent Batman almost getting married and, uh, you know, spoiled by New York Times thing in the comics? Did you uh, follow any of that? I, you know, have I any didn't reaction? follow it. Did you follow that? I have to. Yes. <laughs> I get fired if I don't follow that oh, stuff. Okay. <laughs> I didn't follow it. Um, I, heard little, married, I heard a little bit about twice, it. I heard a little you know. bit about it. Is it true that you and Tim Daly used to be Tim Daly? No, um, Robin Williams and I were roommates. When we were at Juilliard, we lived together for two years. And Christopher Reeve, the other Superman, was a, uh, a Juilliard the same time I was. So we all knew each other in New York. But um, no, I, I didn't. T Tim is a great guy. We are friends. Wasn't that great? Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> He's a great guy. You know, Robin always really wanted to play Joker. He never got a chance, but he really, really wanted to. He would have been brilliant. He was close, too. He almost got Joker. I heard it was Joker. He almost got it, but uh, they, they used him as a bargain chip for Nicholson. He, he would have been great as a Joker. Do you have a favorite Batman line, you know, the, that you've said over the years? I am vengeance. Dot, dot, dot. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't do both. Have you seen the standards? Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Did you hear that? I don't disagree at all. <laughs> <laughs> that means you need to get a pay raise now. I think you might have a future, you know. Thank you, thank you. Let's keep that going. Let's keep that going. He's auditioning for 25 years. <laughs> Tour of Duty? It was a Vietnam show? Dynasty? Oh, the sci-fi <laughs> one was... Uh, I don't remember the most right now. Wow, was that called? That was awesome. It was like, oh my god, it's Batman, but like live action, but actually Batman. You know? With um, Eric McCormack yeah, was in it. Yeah, what was it called? I don't remember. What was it called? Island City. That was awesome. <laughs> Island City. Boy, that was sh short lived. Boy, you're you're aware. Is playing Batman in an all ages project like this, do you find that you do you go to any kind of a different place than you would in something like The Killing Joke animated film? Do you, do you find like. To, the character's consistent, yeah. always, yeah. but in a situation like this, you're right. You draw more on 
a sort of a comedic sense because you're you're there's just a sort of a a comedic take on him but without making fun of him you know what i mean you have to be true to the character you have to be true to him but it's with just a little bit of a twist. Does that make it more of a challenge in some ways than it does playing Batman and Beatles? Because well, you know, is there a finer line you have to walk? Yes. Yes. Because it's easy to walk over that line. We were just talking about that earlier. You can cross that line and then it becomes parody. And you can't do that. Yeah. So comedy is a funny line to walk. Especially when you're doing a very dark serious character yeah yeah um i love it yeah i love the challenge yeah. um but you're right it's different and it must be especially challenging in a video game because you know the video game recording line by line by session, line it's you know, very yeah. isolated yeah. it's yeah. very disjointed you don't get the feed from the other actors it's not like doing a radio play yeah. where mark is feeding me constantly yeah. and i'm feeding him yeah. you know what i mean it's so easy to work with mark yeah. because he's so generous yeah yeah and we just we're like kids in a sandbox together we have so much fun but when you're doing a game it had yep. because of the way they're built yeah. you have to have completely clean takes of everything yeah. so everyone's isolated how do you maintain that that sort of oh, humor it's so hard yeah. it's and that's why i think it's better to use actors who are from the shows who are so familiar with the characters because they they know the character so well. They don't have to find the voice. They know the voice. They right? know it. Yeah. And they'll keep it alive without having the other actor feeding them. You know what I mean? Like The Killing Joke, the movie, was the first okay. time Mark and I did not work together. A lot of people don't know that. He was in England doing Star Wars. So we couldn't record together. Completely separate, but you would never know from listening to that movie because I knew what he was going to do. He knew what I was going to do. You know. Well, we we just we just know each other so well at this point. Man, that's really sad that Kevin's gone. Um, so another person that we lost in fandom actually this morning. Um, this one's really, really sad. Not that dying of cancer is sad, but um, <clears throat> it's a. Uh, it's this. So for me, the Red Ranger was always my favorite, right? Because I'm like, oh, I want to be like you know. Jason, the Red Ranger. I always figured he's a, the was the leader, and the White Ranger was just a usurper, and <laughs> you know, he, he was the new kid that. Yeah, I was like, who's was super who's, popular? Why, why are they letting the white guy the lead him? That's weird. <laughs> Sword on, come on, man! The White Ranger's the most powerful. What about Zach over here? No, cool, jerk. Anyways, no. Um, <laughs> he gets it. No, so Jason David Frank, um, the infamously known, well, famously known for both playing the Green Ranger and the White Ranger, um, I guess for every for most of the '90s kids as a someone who was the redeeming hero, hero as well as because he was the bad guy first and then was redeemed to be the good guy. Yeah. Um, and then you know, uh, I guess a really the probably one of the most prevalent examples of leadership that we had as kids. Um, and then all of that, he would live that out there. But then he also played an evil role, Lord Draken, which is super cool, right? Yeah. Um, he passed away this morning by, uh, by suicide. 
Yep. Very and so very that's sad. uh he was forty nine. Yeah. Forty eight, I believe. Forty eight. Way okay. way too young. And yeah. it's this is this is really sad, right? Because the one of the most beautiful things about fandom is it brings you closer to people. It makes you feel loved. It makes you feel wanted. You should feel like you have a community. Um, and it just really shows that there sometimes no matter how loved you are on the outside, if the people that you think are supposed to love you don't reciprocate that, how damaging it can be over time. Um, you know, and I, I don't want to necessarily be that news that's going to gossip about how he passed away. I think that's yeah. uh you could read that, you know. Um, We're not that kind of show. Not long. Long story short, he unfortunately he took his life because he felt that the people he needed to count on or should have counted on didn't necessarily want to be there. Um, and that's just that's sad because this yeah. is the kind of guy who stuck around for fandom even when dudes dressed as the Punisher, we're trying to yeet him off the face of the earth. We're talking about a dude who created multiple chari- charities about beating people up. You know? Um, yeah, really, and, uh, like, did a lot to encourage, you know, a lot of generations to, you know, get into the martial arts and really did a lot for just the martial arts scene in, in the Western world. Right. Uh, period. Well, and, like, as cheesy as, like, the moral compass as Power Rangers were in the 90s, he really lived by that and stood by it still, you know, of just, like, we, we have to admit, like, some of the stuff they're like, oh, don't do that, kids, because it's bad, and we're like, that's cheesy. But, like, the heart of it was really pure, and he, like, stood by all of that throughout his entire life, you know, and there's, ah, man, I really regret not meeting him at fan x now you know yeah i mean like it was cool like because i have you know the side book from billy you know that you got me and i was like it'd be cool to get all the power rangers i was like you know what of course he's gonna come to fan x again you know we were on the oh, Kevin yeah. smith hunt and so i, I kind of regret not I mean, being able to like be like yo dude like you were my brother's favorite. The Red Ranger's a little cooler, but Draken was dope. <laughs> so that's cool. You murdered all your friends. You know, I never got to have that conversation. And, you know. He, he didn't murder all of his friends. He subjugated a few of them. <laughs> he, decapi- he decapitated the Dragon Zord. <laughs> yeah. In the comics. Yeah. Um, but just like. It's 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 crazy. It's it's crazy. Like a, a staple of '90s childhood literally is gone. Because yeah. like when you think of '90s, Power Rangers is pretty '90s. Yeah, it's like the like, dude. I straight up remember one time going to Taco Bell, and like they literally had a whole table bump and jumps of VHS sets that they did with Taco Bell for the Power Rangers. It was a whole thing. Yeah. And I, as a kid, like growing up as a kid, like it was Godzilla comics and Power Rangers, right? Like those were the in Indiana Jones, like those those were those were it, you know. And I remember I got the Power Rangers zip up pajamas, the onesie ones. Dude, I did not take those things off at all. Like I didn't even, like I peed in them. So what? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? I will. That's I, how he treats his pajamas now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get. I have a freaking dinosaur. I will T Rex bite your face off. <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah, just one of those guys where like the, 
uh, you know, much, much like Kevin Conroy too. Like they, they both always had time for fans. Like yeah. yeah. Pictures, autographs, like, like you, you name it. Like they, they were always available for the fans, even just in like passing by. And there's just so much, you know, outpouring of, you know, fans just sharing all these stories and, and pictures with, with these yeah. two icons. <clears throat> it just, yeah, very, very heartbreaking. And, yeah. you know, especially for, for the 90s kids, like two of the biggest, you know, in, impacts on our childhood, both gone within a week. Like, yeah, man, it's pretty tough. Rough. It's it's so rough. Rough week for sure. Yeah, dude, it's uh, they they have the Lord Draken helmet at Entertain Mart. So I might go go buy it because I don't like I said, I'm. I might be able to buy like a secondhand signed Jason David Frank, but if I don't, I think it'd be cool if I could put the helmet on a shelf with the other signed Rangers. The Yellow Rangers, one of them that I might not get. Well, the second one. Um, yeah, that that'd be a little hard. Yeah, but um, the second one I could. She was at FanX too. Man, a lot of missed opportunities. Anyways, um, it's just yeah, it's it's a bummer, man. Like, yeah, it is a total, total bummer, man. We, we are getting at that age, though, where, like, art, the people we looked up to and the important people in fandom, um, they're, they're going away, right? And I think this is the part where we, as the generation that saw these things come up, we continue to carry on those things, those creeds that these characters and our people lived out in our daily yeah. lives to honor them, right? Like, if we want to be like, cool... I miss the White Ranger, and it's it's terrible that he's gone. Why don't we pick up? Why don't we pick up Saba the the dagger and and carry on that mission for him? You know, yeah. Like you too can be a Power Ranger. <laughs> There's a Power Ranger inside all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's not so sure about that. <laughs> were, were you gonna say that's what she said? Oh, okay. No. No, that's that's your thing, man. That's what she said. Yeah, Steve, anyway. <laughs> Steve's too mature to sink down to that level. Uh, that's just me and you. I heard him, I heard him <laughs> say it once. It was it was such a good one. That I don't think you could resist. I don't think anyone could have resist that. But uh, anyways, anyway, other, other sad so, sad news, man. Okay, well, uh, hey, uh, Bob Iger is gonna be back as head of Disney. Is that good or bad? Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's so. Why? Why? Wait, wait, why? Wait. Why would you do that? You're like, hey, all this stuff happens. You could have followed it up with something happy. And you're like, hey, while you're down, let me pour some antifreeze down your throat. I let mean, me kick you while you're drowning in the gutter. I mean, listen, you, you might as well, you know, get it all out at once. Bad stuff. Oops. This is this is how we know you are the absolute worst. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not the absolute worst. Uh, didn't we say? Didn't we claim somebody else was worse than me? Now we did, but I don't remember who that was. Yeah, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even if somebody replaces you as the worst, you will always be the worst. Worst. That oh was no, worst. it was Josh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Still doesn't count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, he's not here. So that's the worst here. 
I didn't. <laughs> didn't he leave because he kind of sucked like a lot? Uh, well, I mean, so yeah, that's what a lot of people thought. I'll buy you or not, Josh? <clears throat> both. I'm talking both. about both of them. <laughs> I mean, who? Both, what's the difference? Both apply. <laughs> Isn't it true that Bob Iger is actually like you as like business Matt? Like you just put on a different suit and you call yourself Bob Iger? Yes, I am secretly the head of Disney. Uh, I that's why I'm hanging out with all of you. <laughs> Makes sense. <Yeah. laughs> Lately, I, d- I just do not have time for these shenanigans of CEOs unless their last Whoa. names are Zaslav or uh, Gunn. Oh, that's <laughs> well, fair. Or I, is is gonna see? So he's not a CEO, but like he's, uh, it's not a CEO, like but chief creative officer or something, something like that. Like that yeah, he's just the dude in charge. He answers well, disaster. So this, like, so this is. I'm, kind I'm of happy that he's in charge of DC, though. That's gonna be good. Well, this is kind of important because, like, you know, now he's back in charge of Disney, which is in charge of Marvel and Star Wars. And I mean, soon everything else is it just becomes one big conglomerate, and it's just nerd dumb. You know, the nice thing, not that I liked the other Disney CEO. I don't think Bob Iger was that bad, but. He's not. He is worse than the previous. He just, he just like, so he's not a bad businessman, right? He just sucks as a person. Like, you know, like Better Call Saul. Imagine that, but with Disney money. (laughs) Yeah. Like Saul Goodman. Yeah. That was a good character, though. No, he's a great character, but he's a crappy human being. Arguable. It's arguable. Who is this guy? Who Dude, gave him a He is chaotic evil. Did you watch the series? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched the final season. Dude, okay, here's the yeah, thing. Saul's not a bad guy, but he's also kind of scummy. He's kind of a... Yeah. He's grimy. I, I haven't watched it. You have watched right. I, I just I just agree with Matt by default. That's good. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. You're like you're gonna be like Cruella Deville was justified in killing the puppies. You hesitated too long, Matt. Moving on. <laughs> I, I did just because like <laughs> I mean listen Matt, the chaotic evil puppy hater. I mean listen, they made a pu- they made a sale of puppies and then they went back on their deal. That's that's on them. <laughs> so I really I don't think he read the same story or watched the same story that I did. So I really want to talk about this one. You watched Cruella. I'm glad I'm glad you posted <laughs> it, Matt. Um, I know. I'm just kidding. So no one of my favorite X Men villains is Mister Sinister, right? He's, yeah. He's 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 smart, right? So, um, he's got this. He's got this event coming up called the sin of sinister and for the universe in there they have variant covers of different heroes possessed by mr sinister we have uh captain america year 10 of sins of sinister looks he's got like classic evil guy goatee in like the mr sinister uh diamond we have storm who looks pretty she looks pretty cool um freaking X-23 Wolverine, she's got Nightcrawler's powers. Whoa, that's sick. And, and also still the class? Yes. We have Heck Cable, yeah. who looks a little more cybernetic. And then we have Nightcrawler, who seems more of a... Uh, who's the puppet Magic had that Kitty Pride stole? Lucky. 
so more dragon-esque. So Nightcrawler looks like an actual beast. We have Mr. Sinister in a suit. Um, we have Antoinette, which looks very like Nightcrawler-ish still. Uh, Ironfire, which is Odin. And then Rasputin. Um, and, yeah, that's the, and that's the one we... Um, <clears throat> I think it was on Wednesday, I believe. They released... Or Tuesday or Wednesday, they released the, the thing for Rasputin. Is, that, is she supposed to be... Jubilee? I think so. I can't tell. Anyways, so what I've noticed is really interesting is it looks like a lot of these characters um he so, so if you know Mr. Sinister, he takes a lot of mutant DNA, messes with their genetics and creates new mutants. Roll credits. Um and so it looks like he's really messed with his genetics and Nightcrawler's genetics in order to create new versions of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyways, so apparently this is going to take place over a thousand years of nightmares. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be a fun read. I, this might be one of the ones that one of us might pick, um, for our <clears throat> next comic book review, which we will be starting next week because Matt has decided what we're reading. Um, I guess that was a perfect time for Matt. What are we going to be reading? Oh, yeah. So podcast? we are uh, for this time's book club. So we don't we got delayed by a week, but we are going to do uh, the book club. Uh, we are doing. So I was trying to find a Punisher run that was short. It's hard to find a short one, but I did find a pretty good one that was pretty short. Uh, Punisher Kill Crew is a five-issue miniseries. Um, it takes place right after War of the Realms. It still nice. deals with that, like, the fallout of that event. That's really cool. So it was really, it's, it was a really good run. Uh, I hadn't, somehow I just hadn't read it. Or I hadn't got to it. Like, I have the comics at my house, just literally haven't read them. <laughs> Same. Not the Punisher, but I have a ton of comics. Yeah. That's what we should, why are we even called that segment the book club? That's actually a really good, like, it's it's like generic, but it's like a good, you know, it's a good one. We didn't name it. We just said we were reading comic books. Yeah, but now we're naming it The Book Club. <laughs> Jake has decided. Anyways, so yeah, that we're going to be reading that. So it, uh, if you Team are... Biscuits for All. Yeah, uh, if you are... Welcome to The Book Club. Dude, we should do that for that segment. That'd be fun. Anyways, so if you are fans of the podcast and you're listening and you want to read along with us, we are reading uh, The Punisher Kill Punisher, Crew. Punisher Kill Crew, yeah. Um, I think our new title for that segment is Flat Caps, Tea and Crumpets. <laughs> I like it. Book Club, colon. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, nothing else after it is Book Club, colon. <laughs> yeah. Book club. No, not the not the punctuation mark, the, the word. Book club colon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, so Spider-Man's worst villain is now Marvel's most broken hero. With this is talking about the Golden Goblin. Right? Yeah, it is. Well, I, first of all, I don't know much about the Golden Goblin, so Kyle, you're gonna have to fill me in on that. Yeah, I don't either. Right. Make something up. Pass. <laughs> Listen, do what the clickbait guys do and just make stuff up and be confident about it. 
So, Kyle, I don't know anything about the Golden Goblin, but you sure do. Yeah, the so the you know the the guy on the Oscar trophy, he he got bit by a radioactive spider, and now he's got superpowers. He's like Silver Surfer, but gold, so better in, in just every way. There you go. <laughs> Did I nail it? <laughs> Matt, you want to tell us really? So the Golden Goblin is literally the reformed Green Goblin, where he's like, "Oh man, I was a crap person, so now." Now I got to make up for that. So basically, he's like this weird. Like, oh, kind of like the American Sun the first time when he was doing the Thunderbolts. Yeah, kind of. Uh, except for that, like this time, it's like it looks like it's for real. Like it looks like it's going to stick. Uh, it looks like, you know, it, you know, I, they may just pull the rug out from under us again. This may be my Charlie Brown moment where I'm going to try to kick that football. But I really think that's going to stick this time because I think they're kind of done and going like, well, he's going to betray everybody. Maybe. Wink. I don't think he's going to actually do that. I think the breaking point was when he slapped himself. Yeah, huh. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so so what, what makes him, like, particularly broken as a superhero? Um, <clears throat> so... Same way that Golden Member was when in, in Austin Powers. So <laughs> he's kind of broken with his powers because now he has access to all the Goblin stuff still. But now he can use that for good. So basically, he's really, really strong. He's really, really fast. He has access to. He's like Batman with powers, a little bit. Yeah, that's broken. It's, that's pretty broken. It's like Batman. That's, with that's broken. It's like well, Batman with powers a little bit. Not, a, not you know, not a hundred percent. Well, and according, granted, and according to this, it looks like he was able to single-handedly take out both of the hobgoblins. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Pretty, pretty insane. Like. Insane in the membrane. It's <laughs> it's just that like he's just like he's just better than all the other goblins right now. Well, not only that too. I feel like like the Joker, Green Goblin, kind of just did things without any reason or rhyme other right. than to hurt Spider Man. You know when he was in that like frantic state of the Goblin, where right. Norman Osborn is a lot more calculative, things with a scientific mind, and so now that he's like sobered up you could say it would make a lot more sense where he's able to kind of scientifically project and do all this stuff to come up with a better outcome you know right right with a that brilliant of a mind um yeah you know if uh yeah the the spider-man comics have had a lot of success i think with like taking the villains and and turning them good like if if superior spider-man was anything to go off of yeah, so I really like that series. Uh, so I, I think this would be interesting. I liked some. I liked parts of that series. Like I like. I liked the concept of that series. The oh, way, yeah. I didn't so, like the way they did it, but I liked the concept of it. So after reading that article about Gold Goblin, that title is a little bit clickbaity. They it don't is. mean broken as in overpowered. They mean broken as he's still a very broken, tragic. Tragic character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely took it as like OP yeah. busted. And that's exactly how they worded it. It's definitely a clickbait title okay. to Dang make it. people oh, read it because it. of that. But I got that's it. not what they mean by that. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I read it somewhere else too. So oh, I, I'm so but. embarrassed, as he says. <laughs> but it, yeah, so. Brothers and sisters, if you believe in one thing, believe in Kyle. 
It's great. I it's love great. that. It's great. I love it so much. Hey, guys, I sent a uh, topic-appropriate uh, meme, um, but also very real. You should go check that out. Anyways. Oh, gosh. What fresh hell is this? Pretty fresh because it looks delicious. So what's what's the Civilization oh, cool. uh, 6? So Civ 6 um, is a big game a lot of people like to play. Oh, right I now it's getting it's getting new like seriously yes. you don't know about Civ Six or no what? I have Civ Six I just oh. didn't know about the new leaders oh, oh dude okay. here's gotcha. the thing I bought the game it's I've wasted hours not wasted series. hours um listen there's just something nice about like going to a nice peaceful country and just burning them to the ground because why not <laughs> that's cool. Anyways, yeah. so is this uh, is this just announcing so, new like world leaders yeah, that you can play as? It's getting new leaders, and which is a not a thing they usually release. So it's a pretty big release to get new leaders in that game. So we have Abraham Lincoln, Queen Mamam. We have the Queen from the Congo. I can't see what he's trying to Sultan Saladin of the Saladin Empire. Some name I cannot pronounce. Another name I cannot pronounce. Um, Solomon the Magnificent from the Ottoman Empire. Yongle, not saying that correctly, from China. Yennefer from China. Wu Zetan from China. I'm, I'm butchering all these names, guys. <laughs> Ra- Ramses? Okay. Yeah. Cleopatra? Yeah, you got one. Good job, Jake. I'm proud of you. Theodora from the Byzantine. The Byzantine Empire, yeah. Really, Elizabeth? Come on, guys. What is she going to do? Go to Africa, burn some children? We've already seen that happen. Um, Victoria? Cool. Yeah. So they're getting a lot of a lot of new leaders, like a ton. And so that's, I mean, for people that play Civ 6, it's a pretty big thing. Yeah. Dude, did you... Yeah, on the, that's uh, a lot of new leaders. On yeah. the main, yeah. On yeah. on this topic, did you see that they're releasing a new Age of Empires as well? No. On Steam. Oh really? It's like forty bucks. Here's Which, the thing: I may be jobless, but you know what? I have a lot of time to kill, and I might just waste my <laughs> life. I can. Probably. So, wait, is, is it a brand new Age of Empires, or is it like an expansion? I think it's brand new. Like it's a, because they haven't made one in a while. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna look it up just so to be it's sure. Age of Empires five. Maybe. Four, four was the last one, right? Age of Empires Online was the last one. Oh, okay. Opposed to the other ones that were not online? All of the other so ones? It was, yeah, it was, I know. It was no, one, I know. It was one, two, three, four, then online. It's my sarcastic no, joke. It was one, two, three, and then online. My, it's my sarcastic joke. Didn't, didn't they come out with Age of Empires 4? Not swear. that I know of. It's the last one... I think the fourth one was considered online was considered. No, Age of Empires could four released last year, but they're coming oh. up with a new they're okay. They're gonna uh-huh. do they're doing right. it they're doing a new season. So they're Why gonna start I doing miss that coming seasons. out next I don't know. last year. Uh because this year's the twenty five years anniversary. So they've kind of just been like doing it quietly. They really haven't been making a whole lot of noise for whatever reason. But now they're like, hey, we've been around for twenty five years and disappeared for like ten. I you know if they would have released one in 2019 that thing would have killed during 2020. Dude, yeah, if they released it during COVID, 
-hmm. I feel like a lot of like political leaders would have solved a lot of conflict just through that game, and they're like, huh, I live <laughs> this out now. I'm good. World peace. God, if only more politicians were gamers. Honestly. It solves so many problems. I, I feel like a lot of <laughs> them just... Probably would. Like, if they just, like, played Sims Almost and they're like... as many as it created. Yeah, like, if they just were, like... If they were just, yes. like I said, if they were playing Sims and, like, Trump was like, Oh, I got Biden in the swimming pool. He drowned. Oh, no. Ha, ha, ha. The beef would be done, right? Because he got he got his blood digitally. But, like, it's still just as satisfying. No. Are you, are you saying... You, you clearly have never played Sims appropriately. What you need to do is build a little pool, put a bunch of children in it, get rid of that door, and you just sit back and drink some milk and eat some cookies. Yeah. Or <laughs> and watch those children drown one by one. I gotta say... And uh, then you collect the tombstones and you got yourself a nice little front yard. Yeah. Uh, let me disagree with you entirely and say that you know what's better? Any other video game other than Sims. I hate that game. You just don't have the patience. You, to kill you know them. what? You, you know. You know where else you can uh, kill characters you don't like? Children. Any other care? Any other game? <laughs> any other violent video? Any game. other violent game at all? See, that's the best part. Sims is not violent, but you can make it violent against its own will. <laughs> I have killed so many people once that I lost the game. You can lose at Sims. Yes. They shut. They. I've like, never won at Sims. What do you mean? I know. No, so here's the thing. Like, if you kill too, many, if you kill too many people, a screen the pops up. The only way to win is to not play. <laughs> no, guess I'm a winner. Uh, so, hey. if you um, if you kill too many people, right? Like, a screen pops up and says, "Hey, Sims is a life simulation game," and that's it. See, dang, I'm trying to the escape. Game chewed you out. See, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to escape um. responsibility while playing games, like entirely. This is escapism, children. Yes, I don't want to be responsible for more humans. You're not. You're playing God with a little G. You're, you're being responsible for bites. Not, not yeah, humans. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't want to be responsible for more people. Like, hey, let's 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 show a daily life. To be fair, how do we know we're not in The Sims in that we're actually playing ourselves on a computer and we're just living out this life? Because I'm not bored right now. <laughs> I don't know there are times where I need to poop and like I just don't get up and do it probably because me in the real like real world just hasn't gotten clicked up on the toilet for me to go so are you having existential thoughts because of your sheer laziness is that what's going on here <laughs> yes <laughs> it's a weird I'm, it's a weird way to jump with that okay it's a weird flex there a weird flex yeah, but okay I think, I think Jake is having a, a solipsistic episode it's, it's not a weird flex because if I was flexing I would have pooped <laughs> do, do you believe that we're all in a, in a simulation like the Matrix? No, I'm saying the Sims. Okay, so it's like sim similar, but not exactly the Matrix. So like the low rent Matrix? It's the Wish.com <laughs> Matrix. Wish.com yeah, Matrix. Yeah, like we probably all have weird green diamonds over our heads right now. <laughs> we just don't know it. And right now we're just spit it. right now we're doing it. that little like language of and like we're I just mean, like, ha ha, look at they're dumb. <laughs> Yeah, we're all speaking jazz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we talk about the new alien movie so we can move on? That'd be great. Um, I didn't look at that yet. 
That'd be great. They have announced that they are. There's a project for a new Alien movie in the works. Cool, cool. Um, that is from uh, that is coming at us from uh, Fede Alvarez. Uh, I'm just happy that there's going to be a yeah. sequel. I'm happy they're doing more in the they're continuing on because yeah. like I, I like the Alien stuff better than I like the Predator stuff right now. I'm gonna say this. Have you watched Prey? I haven't watched Prey yet. Prey is, I Prey is Prey. as good, if not better, than the original. Okay. Dang. Uh, yes. Wow, okay. I, I think it's better. I haven't better. got a chance yet. So here, here's... We, I'm should gonna, group, we should watch it as a group. So I am going to say this as a very unpopular... Alexa's dad won't like it did. And we watched it because of him. Um, unpopular opinion. And I know I'm going to get a lot of crap talked on me after I say this. Don't care about the Alien or the Predator franchise. Okay. Uh, that's fine. So really, I thought I was going to get crucified. I was prepared. I was like, you know what, take me. Oh, it's the, not. For our our listeners are are lighting their torches. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. You're right. right it's now. not for everybody. Well, I'm sorry. You don't like joy and happiness and people getting murdered by aliens. I don't know why it feels like the a- the alien murder would be right up your alley. Dude, okay, it feels I, like Jake would. Uh, yeah, that, that is. <laughs> it, it does feel like a, a Jake type of. Yeah, you'd think he would identify with a xenomorph or the predator, either one of them. (laughs) Did you watch the predator movie with us? We reviewed it. One of them. Yeah, it was like I watched it. It was good. It's just not my like. It's not my fandom. I do have to say there was this really cool xenomorph cosplay that we've seen last couple of years. Oh yeah. And then one year I made it. It like it had goo coming out, and I made it give Matt a kiss. Oh yeah, that dude. It like and goo just like got on his face. The first year that me and Jonathan went to San Diego for Comic Con. There was a guy in a predator costume, like f- screen accurate, riding a spider. You know the three wheeled spider thing that was all decked out like a predator, like speeder thing. Sick. Just riding it around downtown. I, I do. I do have Very to say, cool. like the creature and the lores are cool, and I do remember playing the video game, the comics, versus Predator, the Aliens and the Predator comics, and the Aliens versus Predator comics are really good. They're yeah. pretty, yeah. Yeah, if if you're if you're talking games, the uh, Alien Isolation. If you're into horror games, holy crap! What'd you call it? It is scary. I that was I'm, rude. I'm Kyle. still stuck on the first. You're trying to sneak around a part of the ship that's full of synths. Oh. I can't get past that part. They keep finding me, and they they're just like you can't fight them. I they just, grab you and snap your neck. I feel dead. really bad. Yeah. I just realized Matt posted the actual it's in order, and I've just been hopping around like a bad yeah, man. I know. I'm aware. Matt, Matt's been slowly. I passive aggressively posted it again in another group that we're in so that you would see it. We've just been biting our tongues because you're always harping on, we got to do it in order. Oh, why are you going off order? I figured Ah! because I I didn't do the list right and Matt posted the links. I was like, at least we have the links, right? So maybe we'll just take it easy. Remember how I said I was working on a Google Doc? I posted no, that he did not before oh, we no. started. <laughs> so funny thing, right? Uh, I laid down to take a nap. <laughs> like here? And I... Uh... Yeah, just right on the couch. Remember how you just gave right me a hard there. time because it wasn't done yet? And... I, I was talking to Nika. Honestly, uh-huh. I was not paying attention uh-huh. to you at all. I didn't really care what you had to say. <laughs> no, you're like, we're going to give you a hard time because it's not done yet. Is it done yet, Matt? Remember that? Well, you're just like, oh, sorry, I'm almost done. And I'm like, cool, yeah. That's that's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you guys stop me? <laughs> I don't know. 
You guys, you, just, you were on a roll. You guys just like let me grab the gasoline, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I guess we could. Ju- yeah, uh, no, you know, that's that's the show. It's fine that we jump to comics first. I guess we we let Jake drive the vehicle, and we just you know occasionally like put an input here and there. Where are we where are we at? Do we need to do we need to read the so, comics list now? <laughs> there's a <laughs> the uh, one of the John Wick creators is creating a Streets of Rage uh, movie. I saw that. That's interesting. Uh, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Dave Batista. I mean, <laughs> that, that would be sick. super cool. No, they actually need to get some. They need to get some variety. They'll have to get some variety because they're not all big. Jackie Chan. Uh, Chris. <clears throat> no. Who's the little guy? Dwayne Johnson's best friend. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Why? Be good in this. Because he's the small, funny man. That's all. That's, that's it. Why? Just for comedic humor, <laughs> but why? Yeah, that exact reason. So, anyways, um, Olivia Rodriguez as Blaze would be sick. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. I, oh man, there's a lot of like, there is a lot of like just fun character. Like this could be fun. Like you can make this. Yeah, th- it could be fun. This it, movie, it would be a dumb movie, but it'll be fun. You could make this a kind of a dumb movie, like a cheesy, cheesy. Do, I, I hope they have the freaking kangaroo. Like, oh, yeah, like, like I, I want cheesy? the kangaroo, huh? Like, Kung Fury cheesy, yeah. It could, it very I feel like well that's could the be. only way you had you could do it. Well, it very well could be just because, like, I mean, it's just a game about you running around punching people mostly. Have any of you guys played Streets Isn't of Rage? Is that called 4? Life? Streets of Rage 4. I don't think I have. No. Uh, it's really fun. I, I have it on Switch. We should play it sometime. Remember that one time that we were playing, uh. Space narwhals and it got really aggressive because we got a little too much into it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Streets of Rage is like that, yeah. but like with people punching dudes and not narwhals. You know Pretty what? Much. You know what else is like? You'd be a kangaroo. You know what else is like punching dudes but not narwhals? Drinking Best Slope coffee, the Best Slope coffee of all the Western Slope. Um, listen, I'll tell you this. It makes you feel better about your childhood heroes dying because it's so delicious. And not only that, if you don't live in this area and you can't taste what joy tastes like after losing people you love, you can go to bestslopecoffeeco.com where you have subscription options. You have the one month subscription option, uh, subscription option or you have the bi-weekly subscription option. And if you want to, you can get coffee from three mo- or like for three months. That is the Barista's Choice Pack that Cord picks himself. And let me tell you, when Cord picks that coffee, it tastes like Matt never lost your cat. Yeah, I got. I gotta say the wow. uh, <laughs> the the pangalactic oh, gargle oh, blaster saved my Did life. Did you feel a little insecure? So you need to throw some heat. Is that what's going on? No, I'm not I even saw- gonna hate on Matt, but that wound is still very real, man. Ow! I just saw his cat, and I was like, huh? I should bring that up. Anyways, um, yeah, the the pan galactic gargle blaster brought Batman back for for ten minutes for me. It's good. It's good. good. They also so you tried that swamp juice thing last week. How was that seat? It was really good. Really, it's, I've been, it's just it's a matcha latte with it. with like vanilla and honey and I think something else. It was really good. Really, yeah. yeah. The swamp thing, huh? Swamp it's juice. Just called swamp juice. I'm gonna it's, call it the swamp thing. I mean, okay. you can. They you can, you're wrong. But. As well as when you go there, don't forget to ask your coffee with es- extra snogs. Jake the- is wrong! Because that's the thing they add now. Jake is wrong!
Actually, he's right about that. You could get, uh... You can get a bunch of snoggins from all the different baristas. Jake is wrong! I don't know what that means. Um, moving on. <laughs> watch, watch Harry Potter, you'll learn. Or, like, any British show or movie, or just talk to a British person, ask them what that means. Oh, oh does that mean they just talk a loogie in your okay. drink or something? Yeah, I know that is. Oh, no. 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 That's like... No. You know, like... Any anywhere from hard making out to further than that. Oh. Oh, gotcha. I thought it was just like kisses, but. Oh no no no! It's 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 oh. more involved than that. I thought it, I thought I thought they were just. Oh, kisses. you know what? now that well. now that you bring that up, I do I do remember hearing that in Harry Potter. Okay. Right. I'm with you now. Why is Harry Potter the what, like the only British thing you go to? Because it's Jake. You know I don't like you know, Harry they, Potter. They're right? teenagers, and they mention about snogging like all the time. One time. Um, at, do do also no remember? no no we're we're watching the entire thing, and we are gonna play a drinking game where every time they mention snogging, someone's got to take a drink. Oh, that's the most boring drinking game ever. That's, I know, just that one. Time. How about every time someone does magic? So that's like six times. No, how, no. How about every time? No, we're 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 guaranteed getting let's, drunk let's, regardless. Let's, of let's which talk movie about we're let's do it for, for every now. time Harry Potter yeah, cries about his dead parents. <laughs> So, wow, so that's, that's good. Wow. So, are we gonna watch the marathon so I could just pass out in the first movie and not watch the rest? Because that'd be great. Uh, yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> first episode, Matt's blacked out. Let's just sleep through the rest. It's perfect. All uh, right. Anyways, anyway. Dark Horse Karma. I'm done. Dark Horse Karma. Matt, read it. I'm oh no! Please tell me about the karma. Or the karmics. <laughs> the karmics, we have Art of Gird, Roar of Ragnarok. You got a black screen. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have Art of War, Ragnarok hardcover, Avatar, The High Ground, Volume 2, the Obi-Wan Kenobi edition. That's just a, that's just a joke. That's not really the, the edition, because, you know, it's a yeah, high ground. God. Anyways, Dead <laughs> Maul, number two, four of... Four. Uh... Koshini? Numbers are hard. Koshai? Words are difficult. Kichi? Uh, <laughs> a Name in Hell, number one of four. Legend of Korra, Patterns in Time. Organisms from the Ancient Cosmos, hardcover. Uh, Our Encounter with Evil and Other Stories, Library Edition. Hardcover. Rhodey, number three of four. Star Wars, The High Republic, Adventures, number one of eight. Wow, as long as it took him to read that, I thought it was going to be a longer list. <laughs> I know, I just right? scrolled to it. I'm like, oh, that's sh- what in the world? Yeah, and also our, um, our last oh, item for Dark Horse I, sorry, is Sorry, I missed, an, I missed another cover. school. Uh, Matt and Kyle, don't show up to the podcast next week. Number nine millimeter. I mean, nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, hey, we got for some DC, DC Comics, Comics we've got <laughs> Please tell about DC Comics. Aquaman trade paperback. Batgirls 2022 annual like number one. Because exactly that, what you just did right there. That's why I said it like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, worth so, it. So when you make people cringe, it's bad, but. Well, he said Aquaman <laughs> in a very sexy voice. It's like, wow. yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jake. Is, is my sexy voice bothering you? A little bit. I'm getting a little hot and bothered. Can you read the rest of the list in that voice? <laughs> no, just, just, yeah. just bothered. Aye, aye, sir. <laughs> That'd be Blue great. Beetle Graduation Day, number one. And then some variants. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Jonathan left. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then, then we've got DC's grifter got run over by a reindeer number one. <laughs> Detective Comics 2022 annual number one. Justice Society of America number one. I'm texting. <laughs> Go ahead. She'll she'll laugh her face off. Um, what was I gonna say? I um. Okay, so then then we've got Nightwing 2022 annual number one. And then we've got Nubia and the Justice League special number one. <laughs> and then we've got oh wow, that's got a lot of variants. Holy cow. Um okay, then we got Superman Cal L Returns special number one. That's a one shot. That's a one shot. You were correct. Very good. <laughs> and that has variants too. And then we've got <laughs> Superman, the Golden Age Omnibus, Volume 7, hardcover. You skipped one. Did I? Uh, right before that. I blame Jake. He distracted me. Oh, uh, yeah, there we go. We got Superman, Son of Kal-El, Volume 2, hardcover. Thank you, Steve. Uh, then we've got Wildstorm, 30th Anniversary Special, number one, and a whole bunch of variants. And, uh, wow. And then World of Krypton trade paperback. That's a really short list for DC. You know what they should Dang. do for these lists? They should be, like, very A, B, C, D. And then in that parentheses, list the artists on the side instead of listing each variant. They're listing each item. So I know. I mean, I'm just... I'm, there, there's a way to... For, for reading purposes, yeah. But this isn't How generally very set up for us. How very to our particular... Method of, of reading the list. You need to, you need to stop with that voice, sir. <laughs> I'm stuck this way forever. Kyle, I think that list has a very um, succulent quality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing about doors with magnetic locks on the mat and where you work, if the building gets lit on fire, it's a lot harder for you to get back down. It's made of concrete. Good I, luck. <laughs> Napalm can do a lot. Not concrete. I'm, I'm, just, you know, I'm just gonna start throwing Molotov cocktails. Hey, shall we read the lucky. rest of the comics lists? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let me tell you about IDW Publishing. They have uh, Godzilla Rivals, Godzilla versus Gigan. Uh, that is a number one. That is a one shot. We have Star Trek number two. I think they're restarting. Uh, Star Trek Lower Decks number three, and uh, Super Trash Class or bleh, Super Trash Clash, the graphic novel. Let me try that again. <laughs> okay, uh, <clears throat> and then oh. we have Image Comics. <clears throat> We've got Twentieth Century Men number four of six, Ascender Deluxe Edition, hardcover, Dead Lucky number four. Flood, number three of six. Hell to pay, one of six. Some t-shirts, which like are not comic books. Like a lot of t-shirts. A t bunch of, of flipping t-shirts that are not comic books. So many t-shirts. Philadelphia, number 25. King Spawn, number 17. Lovesick, number two of seven. Plush, number one of six. Rogue Sun, number eight. Spawn Origins, volume 11, hardcover. And... Stillwater by Zadarsky and Perez, number 16. And finally, Sunburn, graphic novel. Those are uncomfortable. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah graphic novels are really uncomfortable. <clears throat> um. Anyways, Marvel Comics. Uh, we have Avengers Self. Avengers. <laughs> Avengers <laughs> Self. <laughs> Avenge Take two. Take the two. way you just like stopped in your tracks. So <laughs> Avenge yourself. I've been I'm I'm having strokes, folks. <laughs> different strokes. For different folks. Um, <laughs> Avengers Assemble Alpha number one. We have some variants for that. A lot of variants for that. Mm. Yeah, like number four. three. Uh, best Marvel <laughs> Stories by Stanley Omnibus Hardcover. Uh, Captain America Symbol of Truth number seven. Some variants for that. New Warriors Classic Omnibus Volume Two Hardcover. Um, Peter Parker and Miles Morales Spider Men Double Trouble number one of four. Oh no, you, sh- you should have said Spider Men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jake's broken, so I'll continue. Um, We got Planet... (laughs) I can't talk now. (laughs) Continuing just like Jake. Planet Hulk. Go ahead, Jake. Well, Steve's broken, so I'll continue. Uh, Planet (laughs) Hulk Worldbreaker number one of five. (laughs) Then we've got Savage (laughs) Spider-Man trade paperback. Star Wars Darth Vader number 29. Star Wars Visions number one. (laughs) I was just going to read the one book. (laughs) Kyle's just taking over. Yeah. We got Strange number eight, uh, Strange Academy Finals number two, Thor Epic Collection Volume 21 Blood and Thunder Trade Paperback, Wakanda number one of five, and that's a second printing. It's turned in from the comic period <laughs> in The Simpsons. Wolverine Hatch Trade Paperback, X Factor by Peter David Omnibus Volume 2 Hardcover. Worst book ever. <laughs> yeah. I was not doing that on purpose, but you know what? I'll take it. And then finally, we've got the X Terminators number three of five. That sounds very derivative. All right, Jake, you want to get our extensive list from Titan Comics? Ooh, I can get it. It's a big one. No, no, Jake, Jake, Jake needs to. He didn't get to finish Marvel. Okay, yeah, yeah. So let's let him have this long one. Yeah, you get the one from Titan. Oh, here, here, here. Let I'll me, just um, hand it to you. It's right here. It's the. It's, sorry, it I'm gonna need. I'm that. gonna need. I'm gonna need three screens. It to starts read and this. ends with that first one. Um, Common Rider Zero One Number. Cool, thank you. Number one of four. <laughs> he didn't even finish that. Much. No. That's Anyways, the, that's the only comic. Coming hey guys, out this week. so yeah. we're gonna take a break to uh, have a prepare ourselves to tell you all about Wakanda Forever. No, flying shirtless. What was oh, it? Uh, flying shirtless manfish versus cat ladies. Or cat lady. Cat lady, yeah. <laughs> wow, this is going to be an extended. Which we're, is we're, yes. we're about 45 minutes over already. So here, oh, here's, here's a, here's a, here's uh, a pausing point for you. Bye. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. I really should not be allowed on planes ever again. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a nice little non sequitur to start off the next section there. It, it's exa- <laughs> Listen, folks, it's exactly how it sounds. Anyways, so... Yeah, he did try to run down a dinosaur that wasn't there when he's flying in a Cessna. It did not end well. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about... For him or the dinosaur. I thought you were talking about the time I assassinated JFK. I just... I I didn't say anything about the dinosaur being Barney. Oh, no. See, the thing is, I was aiming for the children. I missed. (laughs) 
I don't know where we're going with this. I have no idea where we're going. Anyway, we watched a movie. Here's some opinions. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that should be the title. We watched a movie. Here's some opinions. The Amazing Adventures of Flying Mad Fish versus Cat Lady. Bum bum bum. Anyways, so if you had not watched Wakanda Forever, which if what are you doing listening to us? Go freaking watch it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, you got shut down. So. This is this is the part where you want to pause and go watch it if you don't want spoilers, because we are going to spoil the heck out of this. We're going to get all opinionated up in here. I will. I will tell you this much. Uh, we are going to crack the shell of this one. Opinions on my holes. Everybody's got one. Um. Anyways, as per usual, um, what's our rating system for this one? What are we doing? Um. Out of stupid ankle wings. Uh, excuse what? me. Did you say stupid ankle wings? How about, I did. How about dead royal family members? <laughs> I haven't even watched the movie yet, and that's like the coolest thing I've seen so oh, far. Oh, how about this? You haven't watched the movie yet? How about no. dumb moms who could have prevented an entire Steve, desolation of a country because she didn't to want to oh, sorry. take the proper steps? Week, like the rest of you, Kim. Yeah. Answer. About five fish people that you shouldn't listen to. Like, I don't know why. Anyway, well, that, Ooh, we'll get to that. I know. How about evil ex-wives? Madam Hydra? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, like what? When, oh, the B plot. That yes. was like barely there. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I almost forgot that was in the movie. I was not going to bring that up at all. Oh. Yeah, anyways, so, uh, what are we doing this out of? Uh, Stupid ankle wings. Stupid ankle wings, it is. <laughs> I, don't like, I like the ankle wings. Well, that's too bad. You, you, can, you can rate it out of cool ankle How about wings. out of who? Because M'Baku, he, he always does that with Yeah. You. Yeah. I'm going to rate it out of stupid, stupid ankle wings. I'm going with stupid ankle wings, too. Fine. <laughs> I mean, they, they look silly. They do. They're, They're supposed. To, he's a. Okay. Powers are cool, but they look silly. Fine, we'll go. With, Thank you, Matt. Thank we'll you. go with stupid ankle wings. That's, I mean, like, that's were, like literally my only problem with the character. You're the only. You're. you're Everything else was fantastic. Your hair's the only problem with you as a person. How does it feel? That I'm judging you based off of something you that's, can't control. That's actually like really nice. Like that's the only flaw that I have. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. I hope that's someone actually hits you really with their smells out of diss when you don't have any hair. I know. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I don't have to tell Kaylin that she has to do better now. <laughs> don't worry. I will. <laughs> so I'm going to... I really enjoyed this movie, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it... I'm going to give it four out of five stupid ankle wings. Um, there's just some plot stuff that I just... I can't get over because it's so blatantly obvious that I'm just like, here's the thing. You're dumb. Oh, yeah. So I, I want to say one thing that I think um, 
that could have affected our experience of the movie that I think was actually more the theater's fault than the, than the movie's fault. Yeah, like I saw the, it again. The lighting, yeah. What, what, were you able to see it much was, better? It was the theater. So yeah. here's the thing. Multiple theaters across the country had that issue because okay. they didn't, they just, it was weird. I don't know. It was like. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, showing, the showing that we had, like, Anytime there was a scene underwater or at night, it was really hard to see. They what just was going didn't on. light up everything appropriately. And I, I wasn't sure if that was a movie I'm, issue or a theater <coughs> issue. So I am. It's definitely a theater issue, though, because yeah. I've seen footage of parts that we had trouble seeing, and I, I could see perfectly. I am so, told that it's very weird. Now so, anyways, just wanted to clear that up before we. It seemed like this idea of our, our ratings. The whole movie seemed a little dim. Yeah. Anyways, what are your what are your ratings? Um, oh, me next. Okay. Um, I'm. I was gonna talking s- to Matt. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, I'm going. Uh, but you can go ahead and go, Kyle. I uh, three stupid uh, tiny booty wings. <laughs> three tiny booty wings. <laughs> you just say booty wings? Yes, I did. Like they're on little boots. Those little booties. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. Yep. Uh, yep. Mm. That's my rating. <laughs> that's amazing. I'll give it a three. Uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I think, 3.5 stupid ankle wings. I'm the one who rated this the highest. That's weird. Why? I don't know. I feel like I'm a lot more well, cynical I mean, about we'll, this we'll, than you. We'll, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. So, then, what's Steve's rating? I'm going to give it a solid uh, 6.9 minus 2. Nice. Stupid ankle booty wings. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I used to think they were on his boots. I didn't really like when I was reading yeah. this. Um, so. <sighs> booty wings. They're coming out the butt. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where? Like, yeah. Uh, it would have been more sense. Where do where do I start with the things I didn't like? Okay, so some of the things I didn't like was a, a tomb was a huge problem that I have with because a tomb was too uh, willing to do what Namor wanted. Like he was like, "Yes, sir, I'm not gonna question so, it," even though so, like my entire character <clears throat> arc is to stick it to the man because so, I want to take the throne. A tomb didn't matter. Like, it didn't have to be a Tuma. It could have been any other character, and it really wouldn't have been the same character. Yeah, it, it's it's weird that they even gave him a name. Like, they shouldn't have given him, like, named him a Tuma. And, like, the another yeah, weird I, thing... I had no clue who you were talking about until you started, like, describing him. It, well, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Exactly. And so, like, a is a very important character in Namor's story arc. He didn't even, like, make a disgruntled err about anything Namor said. Where Namora, on the other hand, the opposite had to uh, compl- she had to pause the movie every five seconds you know <laughs> um so i it just it it was really weird for me that for me for them to put that character in that didn't do anything of what that character is other than he wears a cool shark hat we well, didn't we see the same hat in uh pirates of the caribbean well, and the thing is that also, like, at the, you know, at the end, there's the end point where he's, like, describing to one of his people, like, well, this is why we had to, you know, this is why we had to do this. And why why wasn't that a Tuma? Yeah. Why wasn't that him arguing with the Tuma? That should have been that. 
Yeah. That would have solved the whole problem. That would have solved the whole thing. It just, it was, it was, yeah, it just was weird how too complicit Atuma was with, again, Atuma is the character who literally goes out of his way to try to overthrow Namor all the time. Like on multiple occasions. Like that's his thing. Like he joins the Cabal to kill Namor and take the throne. This dude's just like, I'm cool, I guess. I'm blue. Daba dee daba die. <laughs> it is really, it is also kind of funny seeing the like, because uh, the trailer for Avatar played. Oh, yeah. Right before this, and it's like, it's funky seeing the different, like, there's blue water people. And then blue water and people. And then more blue water people. This is like um, the year of blue water people. Another <laughs> another one was a huge plot hole that Matt pointed out. So there's a portion where Shuri is in the lost city of Atlantis. The, the, the I guess you could say the Latino theory of it is what they went with. Um, for those of you who... Oh, you mean uh, Talakan. Yeah, so... Those who follow history in like myths and legends, there is an alternate theory that Atlantis was actually in Southern America um, and belonged to the Mayan and Aztecs because of the shape that Atlantis would have been been in. Um, they said that there's oh, you mean Central America? Yeah, sorry. Um, that essentially that it made sense geologically for Atlantis to be there. So they went with that route and that theory, right? Because Namor didn't really have a race at all. People just assumed he's Asian because of eyebrows. Right. Um, and so they're like, cool, what if we gave a tribal, like, what if we went with this theory of Atlantis to get match up with, like, the tribal nature that meets Wakanda for its polar opposite? That was really cool. Anyways, so, well, Shuri's trapped in El Dorado, Telecon, whatever. Um <laughs> The gold city. Yeah. Um, no, no. <laughs> that's that's one part they got wrong. But anyways, so while they're, well, well, she's like hanging out, you know, being homies as a guest. Um, Black Panther's, you know, boo thing, ex-girlfriend goes to rescue her because the queen says, yo, go get my girl. And she's like, yo, queen mother, what's up? Goes down and does it. Stop um, it. Anyways, oh, this is God. happening. Namor decides to roll up to land. And he's like, what's up? And she's just like, what's up? And Namor's like, yo, you send anyone to, to come get your girl. Gat, gat. You're going to get got. And she's like, word. She's and like, yeah, well, yeah. Basically, she's like, I'd never do that. Yeah, she's like, no, not me. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> and literally, instead of going back and being like, yo, the bloods are going to get us. We got to get them before they get us. She does nothing. Knowing that she knew exactly what she was doing. And the thing that Namor said, if you do this, I'm going to kill you. She's just like, "Uh uh-huh. And then goes home and just. No, well, he's like, he's like, if you do this, if any of my people are harmed, I'm going to invade Wakanda. And then she's like, yeah, I got back to Wakanda. Like, he's going to come eventually. It's like, no, get ready now. Yeah, because you literally sent someone there to do the thing he said not to do. And you had primal... Op- she was just like, I guess we'll see and if so, he comes. And so well, I want to know, like... So, like, all that time where she was sitting on the ship just, like, staring at the ocean, waiting. It's like he couldn't have... Uh, 
picked up the prepared battle. I don't know. Well, you couldn't well, like sent a, like a message, phone call, maybe something. Well, yeah. In, in, in what's in what's crazy, now, like now so to, she, yeah, she could be fair. I don't think it would have helped them that much. No, but. But he, so here's the thing, though. They could have evacuated the city before <coughs> Namor came. That, yeah, that's the big one. And they that could have prepared the to somewhat defend the capital of Wakanda. <coughs> she would not have died. Neither would she have. She literally did. Neither it, would have all those people in the streets. I'm going to. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make this reference only because certain conspiracy theorists will understand. You know, the conspiracy of they like like we knew about 9-11 happened, but we, like it was going to happen. We did nothing about it. It's essentially that. They knew they were going to get attacked, but they're like, not us. It would never happen. The dude showed up on your beach undetected, yeeted a giant machine, and then fluttered away out of nothingness, and you didn't even know. And you don't think this dude was going to roll up and start getting all your people? Like, are you insane? Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, okay, so it's the guy that's the king of this place in the water. Maybe, I don't know, get away from the water. Stop standing right next to it. Like, why does everybody stand yeah, next to the, the water? The only common sense move they had was to... sand feels good on your feet. The only common sense <laughs> move they did that entire thing was to go to the mountains where M'Baku was at. Yeah, that would have been like a ton of sense. I just... That was that was a huge plot hole for me where I'm just like, she's, she's dumb. Like, she deserved to drown for how stupid she was. So it's one of those yeah. things. Hey, everybody, Namor's coming. Get to high ground. Roll credits. Yeah, would have been so, a movie. You, this, this is let me let me for those of you who aren't getting my point. Um, let's say the queen is a child that says, "Do not touch, or you'll get electrocuted." <clears throat> she puts her tongue on it. <laughs> so, like, to no. I, I think to better clarify the point that, that Jake is trying to make, like, re- regardless of the preparations that they made, they still would have gotten their butts handed to them. By the yeah, Atlanteans, because but, you know, obviously they can't just leave the city unguarded and just literally hand over Wakanda to the Atlanteans. Right, but they at least could have. But put they up, could have evacuated the civilians, and the they could put up a fight. And the queen wouldn't didn't wouldn't have had to die. Yeah, right. She well, she died because of her own arrogance and not handling the situation. It's it, it's also the fact that like you know where the people are coming from, so point all your weapons at the water. Yeah, and maybe yeah. you might get out of this. Yeah, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have changed the outcome, but it would have been a lot more realistic feeling. Yeah, right. And another plot, I, I understand the idea of what the tactic was, but having them have the final fight in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, see that that one was an even that drew, plot hole. No, for me. that that made that, drove that me. was so like, that was the biggest. I, I plot think hole I for understand me. what Shuri was doing. It was like, cool, we want to make them feel confident on their own turf, but really, we have all these contingencies to kind of overthrow that right so she was like yeah. cool we want them to be arrogant and feel confident which is exactly what she was doing literally it's a hundred percent what she was doing right but so no 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 i'm saying like she was being the arrogant stupid one no i know hundred <clears throat> percent well well yeah like so that we'll talk about the positive because that was like although that's a negative i also feel like that was really a positive for her character at least um but those, those for me were the biggest things that kept this movie from being a, um, a, a five. Like a, a five. I, I really did enjoy it. Five I think winks. it was um, a really good kind of like a final farewell to Chadwick. And then not only that, too, 
it did really good with portraying strong women without having a huge political agenda of like, hey guys, look at these really tough like power it girls. It didn't. It, it was natural. Yeah. It made them good characters and didn't just like just like shove it down our throat. Shove it down your throat, which is good. Um, I like that. But those so those are my grievances. If you guys could, yeah, the, this was this was a solid movie with just like a, a few really poorly thought out sequences, really. Um, so yeah, like yeah, same thing. You know that the the plot hole with the attack on the city was was one, and then yeah, that that final act where so to to give Steve an idea, um, so their their plan of counterattack uh, to get back at the Atlanteans was to oh not to mention Doctor Doom. That was a really weak thing too. But we'll get into that. Oh later. yeah, lack lack of Doctor Doom. You mean maybe? Oh sorry. Well, I, was, I, we, well, I mean, we're, we're already spoiling so much We're, stuff we're supposed to be already. telling... I wanted to make him feel like Dr. Doom wasn't there so he gets excited and let oh, out. Oh, well, you got to clear this with me before. I already knew Doom wasn't in there. <laughs> okay, so anyways, it wouldn't have worked anyways. That's another thing that so, bothered me, too. Anyways, so to... to yeah, to kind of frame the, uh, the, the Wakandan strategy for counterattack, their, their plan was to take a giant cube ship out into the ocean... And it was more oblong, but and and lure the Atlanteans there to like fight them, and then trap Namor in a in a ship with uh, basically like they would mod it to uh, desert island to like dehydrate him in the ship, and then there was like a desert island nearby where uh, Shuri and Namor would fight. So, like the entire plan hinged on a the Atlanteans even coming out of the water in the middle of the ocean to fight them instead of just, like, sinking their ship, which they easily could have done. They have the technology to do it. Well, they they did, they started to. Yeah, they, they literally started yeah, bombing the, the other side of the ship. But, like, the, at no point during that in, entire fight did they have any reason to even come out of the water. That's, yeah, that's... There was no reason for them to come out of the water, and that was a stupid plan of attack on the Wakandans' part. And then in... And then when... Uh, Shuri and Namor end up on the desert island. At any point, Namor could have easily flown back into the water and rejuvenated his strength with his booty wings. At any point, <laughs> and easily just whooped Shuri's ass, but he never did. Well, he 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 did. Remember, he shanked her. Oh yeah, I mean, like yeah, he he yeah he like, like here here's the thing like yeah, it was a rough dude, fight. The dude for both straight of them. up got blown up, but. She got the worst of it. Yeah, but she, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she she got she got stabbed real good. She got um, shamed. I got upset about a part in the last scene. Um, so since they've changed, they have changed Namor. Like they've changed where he's come from. And I like that they're trying new things. So I, I like that. But if you're gonna change the character that much, don't have him say his catchphrase because now it doesn't make sense. Imperius Rex doesn't make sense if you have no like no, aren't doing anything. Greek or Atlantean? Why, yeah. why? Why would you just yell out Latin? They, they, he, he could have done the Mexican equivalent, honestly, and it would have been or like just Spanish. not done it because it didn't make sense for that. It didn't even like it felt so forced in that scene. It, it really did. I know. I know. Like that. Yeah, they wanted like cool. We got to have Namor say the thing. They could have said the equivalent to like the race that they gave him for the movie, and it would have been like cool. Namor said the thing, but just in the dialect of what he belongs to. So, and it's just like, they don't get Wi-Fi underwater, so how would he know about world history that much? Yeah. Unless he knew a guy. I guess they well, get... 
Maybe I, they steal books? I don't know. Well, like no, so, any um, nation or country, they probably have spies that go out and collect so I, I would assume, information. We'll, we'll, we'll assume because he, he's... We'll, we'll go on. That's a given. He's big on ancient he's, Greeks? He's big on alliance. So if They've he... have been around a while, yeah. He, they, so they're, they're big on a line, right? Like, I, I have a feeling that Namor is involved with Doom. Because um, they are wanting to do a Namor franchise and continue using Namor, so I have a feeling maybe he's because because Doom and Namor they're they're homies kind of right like they both hate Reed Richards for stealing the girl. <laughs> That's all you need. Um, That's all you need. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. If they if I hate Reed Richards for his stretchy arms. If you if they have to do that, you're, they're gonna have to change the reason because that's not gonna make any sense. Anymore. Yeah, I, I do I do agree. Like it was cool. They're like cool. He said the thing, but then no with, no, no no. I'm saying like if they do the like the Doctor Doom uh, Namor thing, it, that can't like the the Susan Storm thing doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, no, I like I, it barely made sense in the comics. Unless they do a fish underwater story at some point where they like meet up. Well, they broke up. Anyways. I do, I do agree that like the Imperius Rex thing was a little. It just felt forced. It didn't feel right. It didn't fit. It didn't fit to me. Like he could have, yeah. I don't know. Like if he was like in Wakanda and read something, it's and also then the, said it later. It was also some of the timing of it. Like it's like, oh shoot, we forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, like, I gotta say the line at the last minute. Yeah. It was like don't get me wrong. It was like a cool nod, but it didn't. It felt more of like a forced cool nod. Yeah, I didn't like it as much. Is was there anything else you didn't like? Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't like that the well, the we already talked about the bulb issue that our um, our theater I think had. I think their bulb was just old or something. I have no idea why it was so dark. Yeah, a lot of theaters. Like, yeah, hard to see any characters underwater. Yeah, that that was really unfortunate because yeah, like. You know, the Holocon is, is beautiful, and we missed a lot of it. So I we rewatched it, and it yeah, looked it was really good. It was way better. Okay, so I'm not going to count that against the movie then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, same. Uh, yeah, I would count that against yeah, the movie. Yeah, that, that definitely bumped my score up. I was uh, I was initially going to give it a three, and then, and then, yeah, like, okay. Yeah, not, not going to mark off for something in the theater. Might be zero. Like I said, I. Yeah, but if multiple theaters had the same exact problem. I think it was all the same franchise, though. But I do wonder, yeah, if mobile uh, theaters had the same exact problem. But still, I do wonder if, uh, I do wonder if it was still a little bit like shot a little bit too dark. If that is the case, yeah, it's possible. If multiple theaters had the same problem, it was probably shot too dark. Uh, okay, I would say I have a touch of a problem with like the the council, like the Wakandan council. Yeah, the Wakandan council, like. Did nothing. They were so ineffectual. They in this were movie. useless. No, like why? I mean, they, were, they were pretty ineffectual every time in they, the first movie. Every time to they, be fair. yeah, they were. But in the first movie, at least they like. At least they bickered for a little bit. Bickered for a little bit. In this, they just like, yep, guess we're doing that. Boy, except yeah. for <laughs> except for Mbaku. <laughs> except for Mbaku. Yeah. Mbaku's the only one that has he's, any. Say. He's super cool though. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Still my favorite. Oh no, super great character. No, I'm saying other than Mbaku. And yeah, he like, and he wasn't technically on. Could the you tell me the first? Movie. Can you tell me the name of any of those people? Because they're supposed to be super uh, important. No. You have the guy with the fancy disc and <laughs> the, the nice suit. The guy with the plate in his face. Yeah. Um, the mean old lady with the headdress. Mm-hmm. Another old guy who probably owns Rhino's 
and a mean-looking old lady who looks like she probably would beat you with a switch right. if I'm you just saying, uh, like, ate some I'll, cookies without permission. I'm just saying, like, their scenes almost seemed unimportant, so I wish we could have yeah. got more of whatever they cut out and less of that. De- definitely, like, definitely seemed like an afterthought more than anything. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of afterthoughts, uh, the entire subplot with, uh, what's his name? and Ross? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, okay, first of all, I was like, like, like... added nothing to the movie. He was like, oh yeah, my ex-wife. That's why it's a subplot. Well, yeah. I know, but at least most subplots are entertaining. Here's the thing. So the <laughs> subplot is, is the son of the Red Hulk was married to Madame Hydra. That is literally the whole thing. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And she sucks. A lot. Like, you really kind of... She, like, really sucks. It just... No, it didn't, it didn't seem like it... Like... It seems like they could have done that in a quick. That could have been. That would have been better as a post credit yeah, like, scene. Yeah, like all, well, scene. All, all they really needed was to have him, you know, kind of give them the lead on where to find Riri. Yeah, and then he didn't need to be in the rest of the movie. Well, for they, any reason. so they could also like been like, oh, like hey, like, you know, my ex wife is like watching me. She's the head of whatever, 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 you know, CIA, and like I got, I gotta be careful. And then, like you said, at, like cut scene. He's in the kitchen and she's like, oh, hey, honey. And and she's in the kitchen. And we would be like, what? She's the ex-wife? Dang. Yeah. I mean, because they. They. (sighs) It was a very undramatic reveal, which I feel like could have carried a lot more weight and have been a lot more surprise. Also, I feel like they could have also shown Wong and Madison in this at some point as well. (laughs) I will get to my last one. My last one is the mid credit scene. I do have an issue with that, and here's why. I agree. Thank you. I, here's why. They go, hey, you just got to be the leader of Wakanda. Oh, also, here's the person that's replacing you soon. Yeah. Oh, here's T'Challa's son. Here's T'Challa's yeah, son. Yeah, as soon as he grows up. Yeah. As soon as he grows up, you're out. Really? Really? You're just going to? It's just like, I get, they're like, oh, we need to keep the name T'Challa alive in the movies. You don't. And like, okay, here's the thing. If, if they plan, and this is me just spitballing a fan theory, if they decide for Secret Wars to have King the Conqueror break the timeline where the only people that exist are the descend of the Avengers, so you have like, you know, Scott Lang's daughter, Tony Stark's daughter, freaking... Um, Thor's daughter. Thor's daughter, and then... Hawkeye's apprentice and then T'Challa's son as the young Avengers to kind of do that young Avengers thing right where like the and I guess maybe Riri yeah Riri would be a part of it yeah where they she'd be the where they they go (laughs) in for the entire phase as the new Avengers and then at the end of the phase go back to the Secret Wars part two and fix the timeline and bring back the Avengers that's the only useful reason I see to introduce T'Challa's son is if they're like, hey, uh, Secret Wars is going to end this phase. We're going to spend a whole phase with these characters and then we're going to go back to the end of the phase to fix the phase that we broke because the timeline, you know, the timeline was broke. And the the whole movie was how they were, you know, how they were struggling to find a leader and they're like, here's this child. He'll be our leader. Why? Because his dad was really cool. Well, kind of how monarchies Yeah, I know, but... They so just it's not far fetched, but they just like they just the the issue is is T'Challa decided to have his son live on Haiti for five years, and that he decided to tell everyone in his family but his sister. 
Yeah. Everyone knew about him but his sister. Yeah. Oh, actually, that, I take it back. I have a, I have another tiny gripe. This one's not as much of a gripe. It's just I wish they would have done something different because... Okay, so T'Challa lives in the Marvel Universe, a world of all kinds of cool stuff, and so they... He died in the same way in Marvel in the Marvel Universe that he that the actor died in real life. And why do that? I why not have something like I I I think I appreciate that because they wanted to set a tone for the movie and they kept that consistent throughout there. And I think and and this can kind of go into our segue about the positive things that we liked about the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um for me, because it's just like this whole thing, I feel like, not only was to be able to tell a story of Shuri Williams, uh, Shuri's um, becoming the Black Panther and having that conflict of morality, but I think it also gave a lot of these cast members to act out and play out their grief that they've been feeling for a long time for their former castmate. Yeah, make it more real for them. I yeah, guess so, so I, okay. I, 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 I think like by giving yeah, I, I th- giving I think the Black it's... Panther to die, that I think we got to see visually and feel what they probably been feeling for a long time when Chaswick passed away from that, right? Because the scene when she finds out her brother passed away because the herb was have died was powerful. That's right. Yeah, it, was, so it was really sad. The the tears in all that stuff, I think, were were genuine. Right, those emotions were real, like legitimate emotions of I think grieving. Right, and I I think if Chadwick just kind of like was like, oh, I have cancer, I'm stepping back, and they did that, I'd be like that's weird, right? But I think to pay respect for that, even superheroes can't defeat something like that then it makes it real well yeah okay and i I think it was also a matter of you know just you know efficiency like like if you know if they were going to make it like a more epic you know thing they would they would have to like show something okay well my the reason one of the reasons why is because like okay he didn't want to tell the public right chadwick boseman didn't want to tell the public and so we made it a plot point in the movie after he died I don't like that. I, I can I, like I can that. I can understand that. Like I I guess I understand, um, but that's so, what that, I right. I understand you're using too. I just yeah I just disagree. No yeah you're like you, it's it, you think it's a little bad taste. It's just kind of yeah, yeah a little bit poor taste. Yeah yeah I, um, I, I could see that I could see that. So Shuri's character development in this movie is yes. Let's talk about positive things. Yes, we, please. We, we, this was not a bad movie by any means. Yes. It was. I really want to go watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so here, here, here so here's the thing, right? Her her character development is probably one of the best that we've seen in Marvel, right? Because she went in yeah, it was a very as, solid art. She went in very solid. She, like we saw her in the last movie as a hero, and throughout the movie we saw her trucking slowly as becoming a villain, right? Like we thought yeah. she was going to succumb to the the, the creed of Killmo- Killmonger. Yeah. And I, I think also that cameo. Yeah, that cameo was so cool. Was, like, that was amazing. That was, was that was one of those moments where you like you kind of knew you're like it's possible, but you would not expect it unless well, it yeah, was a throw. I was not expecting it. But then when you saw him, you were like, "Why?" But it, made, it made perfect sense. Like you well, were like, "Why? Why?" Well, the thing is, so 
I think the thing, if I don't, if I don't, if I remember it correctly, it's that all the ancestors are there, not just the ones you like. Yeah, it was like all the all the predecessors. Yeah, like well, the previous panthers. So, yeah, all the so he was. It's he like was the, a panther. It's like, it's like or, the Avatar. Yeah, 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 he was a panther for you know a couple days, but well, not only that too, but he he said he's like you called me, like you you're the one who brought me here, so that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I think like she. In the last movie, we're like, cool, she's going to carry the mantle of Black Panther if you watch the comics. We're like, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. It and she started off as the hero. But we saw her descent slowly turning into a villain. Yeah. Right? Like, she wouldn't, like, not like anti-hero or anti-villain, but she was on her way to potentially wanting to commit genocide against a people. Right? She was there. Yeah. Um. And so just like that character development of legitimate conflict of moral code of just like, I want these people to die, but what does the Black Panther mean? Which was really good. And then not only that, too, like Marvel's been like, oh, our women are strong or whatever. And they've been really forceful about it. But this happens so naturally that they had not only women but women of color who represent power and strength in moral code they didn't they they didn't give like little black girls a superhero they just gave women in general a really solid superhero to follow who's oh i'd I'd say i'd say more than one yeah because like i i think it's i think it's a little early to like full-on say like you know riri's gonna totally like she was she was cool in this movie but like i definitely i need to see more yeah but uh, a Koye. Yeah. The the only the only thing I didn't like was the weird Egyptian looking mech suits. That was another like. Oh, the, the blue ones. Yeah, they looked weird. Anyways, is, is that in the comics? I, I, I wasn't don't sure know. where I don't the know. origin of that was. Uh, I am not familiar with that. So yeah. I, I, I thought they I were look right. it up to see if it they was. I, I, I like their traditional Wakandan suits they, better. They look. Yeah, they looked weird to me. No, the me- I mean the mech suits are supposed to look kind of funky. That that was like a plot point, though. So yeah, so I, I mean true. But. Yeah, but Iron Ironheart was super cool, and that final fight scene between. Um, yeah, I like flying, the Ironheart suit. Flying. Uh, flying Fishman. Flying Fishman versus Catley with, the, with was, the booty wings. Yeah, was really really good. Like that battle sequence, the fight between those two was very well choreographed. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it was sick. And then absolutely we, sick. What honestly the 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 fight on the cube was was really sick too. Even yeah. though it was really dumb for the Atlanteans to come it was, out of the water. It was really cool. I, I mean, um, it, was, it was cool that they did. It was it was yeah. quite the spectacle. Well, they came out of the water so that they could turn blue. Yeah. So yes. another another exactly. thing is I, I I loved how they captured Namor as a character, his attitude, his prowess, his really his fast. body his body language, all matched up with Namor, right? Because when he's talking to Shuri and he's like trying to befriend her. He's like, yeah, we're cool, but I'll kill Until you. Until we're not. Yeah. Like, I'll, he's like, listen, I like you. We're friends, but I will kill you if I need to do like to do what I need to do business. And she's like, wait, what are you saying? He's like, she's like, wait, I thought we're cool. And he's like, yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm going I'm to kill you. You're either with me 100 percent or you're against me. Yeah. And he's he's like he straight up was like, dude, we're we're homies. Yeah, but he gave her an ultimatum. Business is business, you know, and they really captured that threatening but yet calm demeanor of 
Namor, right? And then not only that, they really showed his power set and powers really well. Because here's yeah, the thing. He is OP. He's as strong yeah. as the Hulk on base level, you know, and as Thor. Um, and we, and if, um, if we're talking MCU Hulk, he's stronger than the Hulk. Yeah, and not only that, too, like he... Uh, dude, one of my favorite scenes was when he punched M'Baku. M'Baku's like freaking out because he thought he died and he sees and he like passes out in relief. Hilarious. But not only that, too, like he's a very tactical and very well thought out fighter like his as much as we hate you guys you hate the booty wings his use of them oh yeah yeah he, he, he used them good it just his use of the flying powers makes it's sense just, it's just goofy looking yeah the wings don't look like they well i mean the wings were always a little goofy because it was like this is how he flies it's like yeah i just i really okay. i really like what they did with i know i'm aware but yeah like like the 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 physics of it like they made it they made it work Right. He was supposed to be like he wasn't like so much flying as he was like kicking off the air with. Yeah. Well, he was supposed to be. It's supposed to be similar to like the the idea of Hermes. Yeah. Um. But. Right. Right. The Hermes boots. Yeah. And Um, and honestly, Hermes looks like a freaking nerd too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But Namor will buy you lunch and then stab you in the throat because you didn't pay him back the whole thirteen dollars. Um. But so so. They, they really did a really awesome job of capturing the who Namor is as a person and Namor as a character. Um, I, I really do. And so I like I like history. Yeah, he he really like he had such a freaking presence and, and dude, that's, such a powerful that's, personality. We're just seeing like, the surface of him, dude. Like he gets. Yeah, that that dark. actor, I, I forget his name. And also, I'm pretty sure it was yeah, just really hard to pronounce. But. He's he's <laughs> technoc. It's it's a, he's a very it's a very native Mayan name. Yeah, I, um, but I, I'm so sorry, I, I am very the, white. And the, I thing, the thing, what the thing, what I like with anyways. with Namor in the comics is <laughs> he's he's very talented though. So he's gone up to Avengers and been like, "I love you," and then killed them after. Like he meant it when he says, "Hey, I love you," and then killed them because whatever his agenda is comes before his feelings. Tenacuerta. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Steve. I would love it if it was like Joel Smith. Oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> um, so an- another another thing that Jeez. I like that a lot of people didn't like is I liked how they used mythology and a diff- bunch of different um, myths to tell the story of Namor. Um, I know it's not the traditional Greek version of yeah. Atlantis that we're used to, and that makes sense. You know, I, I get it, right? But... The, the argument that I want to make with that is I think for the setting of the MCU in Wakanda, it really did make sense to use this theory of Atlantis, right? Because technically it's still Atlantis. They're just not calling it Atlantis. And the comics also never just like explicitly explained what version of Atlantis is. Or where Atlantis actually was. Yeah. Like we, we know, right, there's two versions of Atlantis. There's one that we saw in the MCU and then there's the Greek version, which we all made assumptions that Namor the comics is from. Um, also, a little weird because Namor looks Asian, even though, like, I, I tried because I was like, did because reading Namor, I was like, they never mentioned what race he was. Well, he's a mutant, so I guess that answers that. But like, so wait, there, there, there's actually two separate Atlantises, uh, Atlantis side theories. So there's oh, two okay. theories. So one theory is. Two leading theories. 
one that There's it was more. in the Greek islands, which is the more popular one. Okay. Um, but the other one, which seems to, the reason why we lean more towards the Greek is because of Plato. Um, the other one that seems to probably be more historically correct is from uh, the Mayan Aztec. Yeah, like in the Mexico right. Central because America of area. how one the maps that we've seen in Atlantis, it's like the way that it's shaped is very much similar on how to when the mines would build these floating cities is built very similar to that. Okay. Um, so makes sense. They use this theory of like, cool, Wakanda has all these different cultures that are attached to it. What if we didn't? Use, what if we use something similar on the the this you know same vibes which it made it made a lot of sense um for it so i i just i thought that was really cool that they kind of like threw in some of that like history theory in there to to drive the story even further right. um i don't know how i like about the him mentioning he's a mutant without him mentioning he's a mutant because i i think what it is is because he's very sheltered I think he thinks he's the only mutant on Earth and that he thinks that the heart-shaped herb is responsible for making him a mutant versus he was born that way, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm, ass- I'm assuming he just assumes that's the case. So I don't, I don't know. I uh, also think it's really cool. Um, now, a lot of the Latin communities like, oh, we have our first, like, Latino superhero? No, technically it's the Falcon from the Falcon in uh, Winter Soldier, you know. And then also America Chavez. In America Chavez, I think, I think this is the strongest example. I think though. we have the strongest anti-hero and officiant of the of BAs of Marvels. And I, I think this one has made the strongest impression. Yeah, no, I, he's super by dope. far. He's super cool. He's super yeah. awesome. Um, but I don't, I, I, I'm really excited to see more of Namor, right? I'm love his t- play on tactics cause he is very cunning and I'm really looking forward to seeing how he moves his chess pieces across the board. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see how Shuri takes up the mantle as Black Panther and Queen of Wakanda. And with all the information that she has, not only that also will hosting, a fugitive of the CIA. So that's going to cause some conflict as well. It, they just set up for a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And, and I don't know how they would necessarily set up for this, but I hope we see a cool underwater battle. Like, you know, something similar to like what they had in the Aquaman movie. Cause underwater battles are freaking sick. I, I think we will. And I hope with the Namor movie, it's told in the story of more like of an anti-villain. Versus a hero, I hope they keep this whole "is he a good guy or bad guy" yeah. thing going on. In, in in the comics, do they ha- do they have enemies that are also like entirely underwater civilizations? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I hope I hope we see some more of that. So in in like I said, in the comics, Namor's a lot more ruthless. He's a uh, the the whole thing is like he's an Avenger, but he's a villain, right? Like he when the Phoenix Force came, he took the powers and it was like, "I want to destroy Earth," and they're like. Why? And he's like, I've been trying to do this for a while. <laughs> like, you guys seem to forget. Like, I suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look out for me and my Also, house. Reed Richards so, stole my girl. Kind of pissed. It, it's funny that they do it now when they're doing the Black Adam movie because it's a very similar concept. 
It like, really is. Like, he is the ruler. He, he's kind of despotic and like. He's underwater Black Adam. He's I like a little that. bit underwater Black Adam. Like, he really, yeah, he is. Like, straight up. That's like a perfect, like, yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, he's an Avenger at one point. Well, he's with the Avengers at one point. I don't think he actually becomes an official Avenger. I'm not sure. He gets a card. Does he get a card? Okay. He gets a card. I mean, they, they just give the card. They're just giving cards to anyone these days. That that's that. Yeah, they, dude, they gave a card to the, the frog, leapfrog. At one point, yeah. Who the frick is that? He's a dude dressed in a frog suit. Cool. Uh, what's the difference between him and Toad? Toad's a mutant. Toad's actually, actually a fro- Toad's actually a frog. Okay. Oh, this is a guy who just dresses as a frog. He's just normal ass dude in a frog costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, what what did what did you guys love? Okay, so I can go. All I way. actually liked the intro part, like the beginning part where they were like, "Oh, where he dies." No, no, not that part. Right after <laughs> that, there's a there's a thing where they're like where they're going to the UN. And the some some of the UN nations some of the nations from the UN were trying to break in and oh, steal. France. Yeah. France was Of course it's the French. In this movie. Those the French. darn French. Listen, I can't insult the French people anymore. Didn't he get really mad last time? Uh oh no. <laughs> question. Wasn't the guy who had the ship in uh Captain America Civil War, that villain was also French, right? The villain, uh, Batrock the Leaper, in is the, he's French. Yeah, he's French. What is uh, up yeah. with the French in the MCU? Marvel hates French people, apparently. Yes, there's like I, don't, I think so. They're not the only ones. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, so I liked the like I really liked the thing where they you know, where they go like, hey, there's these guys that are trying to break in, and they go, oh. And they go, no, that didn't happen. They're like, really? Because they're right here. They yeah. just like bring them in. They're like, yeah. Bring you're... our contestants down. And I, I really do like how the queen was like, listen, this one's a courtesy. Next time, we're just going to like, I don't know, invade you. And she admits that they're the world, that like, they're the most powerful country in the world, which Wakanda was until Atlanta. Arguably. Up. No, but OK. No. In the MCU? In the MCU, yeah. Well, in the MCU, they're like, they say that, they keep saying that, but like, I don't know how many people are actually in Wakanda. I think their technology outweighs the need for soldiers. It doesn't so I matter think they how could. many people there are. Yeah, they got vibranium. I guess. They got yeah, the money. Yeah, but so does Talokan. Fair. Kyle, what, is, what was some of your favorite things? So yeah, you you pretty much touched on on most of of my positives already. Uh, but I like another big one for me. I think is just how well this movie balanced its incredibly large cast. Like they they really knew what to do with with most of the characters, you know, efficiently, but also gave them all time to shine. You know, the the queen Mbaku, uh, Riri. Okoye, you know, not just, you know, Shuri and Namor who were kind of like the two, you know, main. Can I just point out real quick, completely out of context, every time you say, any time any of you says Riri, it's really annoying. So should <laughs> we? Because I, I have no idea. How am I supposed about. to say it? No, oh, I don't know. Oh, Iron, no, Ironheart. No. Ironheart. Ironheart? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Riri Williams. Well, so at the current point, she is not Ironheart yet. 
He has a Iron Man costume. This is like the Mark One. Right, Iron Man. Or Iron I just don't know who Riri is. So, oh, okay. Riri so Williams. we'll say Ironheart. I, I assure you, we are not trying to take pog shots at the mentally ill. <laughs> that's her. That's her name. <laughs> okay. Oh my. That God. answers that question. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, no, Jake. Do you, you don't cringe at me. Okay. That's exactly. You are the last person like, who cringes at me. Somebody have a stupid name and you're calling them that? I don't know. What's yeah, going no, on. that's her. You know what we name. should have done? We should be like, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> Double down. Um, I love it. So yeah, they just yeah, the, they really handled the large. Like cast. you're saying all these names and then making one up is uh, you know no offense to her name, it's just out of context. That's out of what all I the was names, getting. That's the name you're suspicious of. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because that's the one that know- sounds fake. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that that was the main thing um, that I'd say. Just yeah, they did really good with the with the large casts and everybody got a little bit of a chance yeah. to shine. And keep the We'll do final thoughts. Um my final thought is what I really appreciate is that they kept the tone of the movie. They didn't overly joke like with the sarcasm in Marvel, which they do. I don't mind it. But I really like what they didn't do in Love and Thunder, how we're like, you should have kept the tone. They kept the tone in this. Like they were like this was supposed to be a heavy feels movie, and they you you went on the roller coaster for it. Like there were funny moments in it where they made like Mbaku was the comedy relief, but that's his character, right? He doesn't deal with emotion very well. He cracks jokes and barks like a dog, and looks cool. Um, so, arguably the most wise character, and they gave the best advice in the whole movie. He really well. is. Yeah, like, I, I, would, I would agree. He's with that. absolutely stupid, but like. Why isn't he running the place? Honestly. Anyways, um, so, yeah. I, I liked it a lot. I think it's worth seeing in theaters if you haven't seen it. And it's, uh, I think for me this year, it was the best MCU film that we've had for this phase. Personally, um, that's just my opinion. Any other Ooh, opinions? Yeah, from? that's, that's, yeah, okay. What are your guys' final thoughts? Okay. What what yeah? What are the phase four Marvel movies so far? So it's this uh, one. Wakanda Forever. Multiverse. Wakanda sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Wakanda in the morning and Wakanda. Shut up! Night. Shut up! <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Wakanda multiverse. Uh, shoot. Um, no way home. Yeah. No way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's the best one for me. I like better than No Way Home. I like seriously. I like No Way Home, but here's the thing. Get out. Yeah, Dude, no, no, way I, home no, takes it for no me. way home was a solid five. I yeah, know that was a great it's movie. Better than that when you rated it a four. Here's the thing: I love, love Namor, and I just, I've seen all the Spider-Man villains, and don't get me wrong, I like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I just, but didn't you rate No Way Home? No, that's fine. No, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I'm like, fine with the statement. I'm fine with the statement. What, I, just, what I think what Jake's yeah. trying to say is like objectively, this is not as solid of. You know, solidly constructed of a movie, but it did uh, more for him personally. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And I'm telling him to get out. I got but, you. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I just listen. Yeah, no, that, I, okay. that's fair. That's fair. Put, this this was put, a powerful. You put movie. Namor in those shorts, and it's over. Yeah. Booty shorts. Booty shorts. Yeah, you like I, I, I think I think this was a I think this was a movie that kind of fell short in like the you know the comic book aspects, but in the like emotional impact, it really hit. It really hit strong. 
thoughts, Matt? I I did like how they introduced the side characters in this too. That they actually did a pretty good job with them, with yeah. most of them, yeah, for, for the real. most part. Because for I for the Ironheart stuff, they gave us a good intro, and it was just enough. Like it wasn't. It didn't feel like too little. Where we felt like that with some characters where they're just like, yep, I'm here. Yeah, they were just trying to do a giant cash grab of it. It wasn't a cameo. It wasn't... But it also didn't feel like that sub... Like, her subplot overwhelms the movie. Right. Like, we really didn't get much about her, which is okay. It was appropriate. We got an, we got as much as we we're going to get. Well, um, and it really sets up nicely for Armor Wars, right? Which means, hopefully, as... Now that she's a wanted criminal and all this stuff it sets up more of a possibility of you getting your dream of the Punisher getting his own. Oh, that's not going to happen, but, uh, do you know, when it, when it, when it happens, Matt's going to jump out of his seat. And he's going to, yes. And then everyone's like, what are you There's doing? One or two things are going to happen. That's going to happen. Or it's going to be a little girl scream. Hang <laughs> <laughs> with claps. Cool. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, really happy about that. That's fun. My final thoughts. Yes, please. Figgy Pudding Flavored Spam is now available to purchase through Walmart and Amazon. That's real? That's real. This, according to Spam themselves, Spam Figgy Pudding brings a blend of warm spices and seasonal ingredients that will be the star in many wintertime recipe favorites. With notes of cinnamon and nutmeg combined with fig and orange flavors, you'll taste true holiday comfort that will have you caroling all season long. And they brought you... This little ditty. I'm gonna. Oh, there's a that, song. Is I'm gonna. There, I'm gonna go visit my mom. As a PSA <laughs> to anyone, if your holiday favorites involve spam, get your life together. Or spam pudding. The makers of spam present. We wish you a figgy oh Christmas. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a fantastic New Year. No. Bring us some figgy pudding. Bring us some figgy pudding. Wait, what is figgy pudding? I want to not exist. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Comic Talk Exclusive. Go see Wakanda forever. Maybe it's like a spread. I'm going to go. Can you turn it down, like, all the way? I'm going to go until we get some. I can't find the right slayer. I'm going to pull. I'm going to. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing ever. Wow. That was awful. But in other non-cringy news, a study uh, has revealed that 100% of men will eat any fruit given to them by a naked woman. You're welcome. <laughs> Good to know. Cool. Anyways, guys, uh, as I was saying, thank you for tuning in this week's episode of Comic Talk 616. I'm Badmouth Jake. I am Matt, the chaotic evil moon baron. I am Kyle, the Lord Pope deity of the Church of Evidation. <laughs> and I'm Steve. And this has been our review of Flying Manfish versus Cat Lady. You guys have a great week. It's really weird that you did the one like I was in the hospital.